is for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore. Welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. All right, welcome back one and all to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance. And with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Kevin, Brian, and Philip. And tonight, we've got Mike J. Marin, our good uh, friend, for, or our other friend from Cali, in addition to, to Nez. What's up, Mike? Hey, hey, everybody. Now, are you anywhere near the fires? No, I am actually three blocks from the Nakatomi building. <laughs> yeah, but not, not close to the fires, no. All right. Well, depending on what's going on, you may be in the more or less dangerous spot being there. But uh, what's going on with you, man? You haven't been on the show in a while, dude. We got to play catch up, man. <laughs> uh, OK, I'll give you the Cliff Notes version. So uh, the newest thing that's going on is I am now a partner in a collectible shop out here in L.A. called Geek Antique. Oh, cool. um, like name. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm working my way up to becoming a full partner and then uh Further down the line, maybe a co-owner or be an owner in the store. All right. So I'm doing that. Um, I'm still writing my latest film um, called First Voice. It's a uh, supernatural thriller involving first responders. Um, and what else am I doing? Let's see. Uh, just That's a good I complete, idea. I like that. It's Yeah, it's, it's going to be pretty cool, I hope. Uh, Nez is in it. Uh, he's lending his voice. Well, so, shit. Um, <laughs> And, um, let's see. Oh, I, I completed Cinema Red Chapter 2. Yes. This is uh, Cinema Red Full Native Horror. Uh, and then I'm already outlining uh, the, the final piece of the trilogy, which is uh, Native Paranormal. So Cinema Red Native Paranormal. Huh. Okay. I, I um, hadn't heard. This is, a, this is a first time for me to hear about this one. Okay, cool. Um, so that's, uh, that's pretty much what I've been working on. Uh, Let's see, cool stuff. I made a lightsaber at Galaxy's Edge, and um, let's see, took the wife to Disneyland. It, it was her first time, so we just we did it large. We only got to go to one park though. We didn't get to the California Adventure, but I must love her because she got me on roller coasters, and I never ride those oh, things. So nice. I love coasters, man. I'm yeah. a coaster enthusiast. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it was it was cool. <laughs> I had a really good time. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's about it. Just been living here. I moved. Uh, I don't know if I told you guys, but uh, moved out the old hood. Now I, I stay in West LA, uh, a couple blocks actually from uh, Century City, between Century City and uh, Westwood, is where I stay now. And uh, you know, some some people turn their noses up because they think like I'm a snob now. But I bring the ghetto to the, I bring I bring the the the, the ghetto to this part of town. <laughs> but. So- uh, it's called bougie hood. It's, 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 <laughs> it, it is, man. I mean, it. Uh, it's a couple friends visited and felt like they're going to get pulled over cruising through this neighborhood. But uh, 
it's cool, man. I mean, I, I needed a bigger crib uh, because of all my collectibles. I mean, uh, Nez hasn't been to the new crib yet, but I, he's seen my pic- the pictures of the closet in the second bedroom, and it's already full of the capacity. And it's a big-ass closet, and it's already full of just all my collectibles. So, But, yeah, that's, yeah. It. That, that's it for me. Uh, that's pretty much all I've been up to. So uh, our listeners that want to check out your previous films that are out there, um, where do they go to, to, to watch those? All right. If you want to see my first, uh, my first feature film, The Smudging, uh, which has officially reached cult status, I might add. Good movie. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, okay, you're now, still on Prime then. Yeah, now you now you got to pay for it, now, which wasn't my oh! idea. It's, yeah, now, now you got <laughs> now you gotta rent rent it or buy it. But um, that's on Amazon Prime. Uh, the kind of follow up to that is a, a short film I did called "The Parties Downstairs." That one is on YouTube. Um, my award winning documentary uh, "Cinema Red: Natives and Horror." is on YouTube, as well as my second award-winning film, Unboxed, The Art of Action Figure Photography, is also on YouTube. So everything else, though, is still uh, the new Cinema Reds uh, hitting the festival circuit. So that will prob- won't will be on online for um, probably till next year. But yeah, that's, a, that's where they can check out my stuff. And um, yeah, Cinema Red one's awesome, too. That was a good movie. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, let's see what. Oh, uh, and if you want to check out my action figure photography, uh, I'm on Instagram at the Boneyard Collectibles. You're lucky you don't live with my wife, man. She's good about throwing shit away. <laughs> <laughs> they all be gone. Yep. Do you get do you, do you get the 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 rent money or the buy money from Amazon? Uh, yeah, I get a check every month. Actually, it's just like a portion, though, right? I get no, I get full. I get full. Really? Uh, I have full custody of my children. Yeah. <laughs> um, I get two. Uh, I get two checks. One from the UK and one from uh, the US. Bringing on the big books. Hey, hey, Mike. I've I've always wanted to ask you. So the award for uh, Cinema Red. Uh, how how did that work, dude? Like, uh, was that something they just announced, and then they they called you afterwards, or did they reach out to you? How how did that work? I, I submitted it to the to the director screen awards um, okay. just on a whim, and a couple of weeks went by uh, for judging status, and then uh, 3 a.m. I got the email that you know I won the award for uh, best director for that one. Um, fucking awesome! Yeah, that's a big deal, so, man. It, it, I mean, it's it's pretty cool that to you know be a, a filmmaker that got recognized a bit, but. Yeah. Um, for the Amazon one, that one really blew me away. I didn't think they were going to send me a certificate for that. Okay. Um, so one day they just sent me an email and they're like, congratulations, you've, you've hit 20 million, 25 million views for your film. So here's the certificate. Display it proudly. The Amazon acquisitions team. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so well, that's pretty cool. It, it, it's going to be hard to beat that, Mike, but um, as far as other people's work besides your own um, and not counting the movies we're going to talk about tonight, what is the coolest thing that you've checked out this week? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> other than uh, other than Ted Lasso, uh, 
Hey, I, that counts, dude. That, a lot of I've heard great things stuff. about that. I really want to see it. That show is hella funny. <laughs> the, the the writing in that show is just it's if you know pop culture, that mm-hmm. show is like if their little inside jokes will have have you dying. Like, um, I I can't even share one without sharing a bunch. But let's see, the coolest thing I seen this week. Um, let's see, as far as pop culture, entertainment, or anything else. Um, damn. <laughs> Silence. Um, <laughs> we can count Ted Lasso, dude. We don't always. It does not have to be horror. Believe me, it's horror. um, it's almost never horror, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah horror is usually really okay. dumb as shit. Okay, and I'm some, not gonna stop that trend today. So something, something <laughs> that was cool that really like hit me in the feels was um, I thought this was pretty cool. Uh, was actually I saw it last night. Was uh, there's a band called uh. Las Bukis. Okay. And, um, and they're this Mexican, they're like the Mexican Beatles. And okay. they like broke up a long time ago. Well, they got together this weekend for a show down here in LA. And I was just watching videos of these, these, their fans who are like grandparents age now of their grandkids and their kids giving them tickets by surprise. And oh, just these nice. parents' okay. reactions like, I mean, you can't watch it without crying, because like they, I guess like a lot of them, this, this band meant a lot to to all of them, you know, like um, like you know, years down the line, if Nez's grandkids, great grandkids, gave him Metallica tickets, and like it's just like this, the emotion in that is dope. I mean, another cool thing I saw, if I can throw one more out, is um, as far as like my hope in humanity, is this volleyball team, this girls' volleyball team. Uh, before they played their game, they brought care packages to their opponents who lost their homes in the fires. Uh, I mean, they just brought them like like those big uh, pl- uh, Rubbermaid buckets full of stuff, necessities and stuff. And that right there, like that shit right. restores yeah. my faith in people. Yeah, I think I think we're done with Cool of the Week. Brian, got any horror headlines? <laughs> like here, here's your awesome prize. Now I'm going to whoop your ass, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, here, I'll, let, me, let me jump in real quick. Cause, All right. Cause, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot, Mike. That's a lot. <laughs> Mine sucks a lot. I got a... <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Well, okay. So uh, my wife has been watching... I, I got a couple of them, I guess. I'll lead up to it. My wife has been watching gossip girl for some fucking reason lately <laughs> and uh man that show is awful dude there's so Poor many just hateable characters Poor bastard but i guess she got into this blake lively thing right and Ooh. so uh well, i wouldn't yes, mind please. doing that myself yes, well <laughs> true and she's not awful in it um i neither is the chick from uh god damn it what is that band <laughs> anyway no doubt <laughs> <laughs> no, no there was, there was a girl from Gossip Girls who's in uh God I can't think of the name of the band right now, but it's a, a hard rock band. She's fucking awesome. The one that was uh that was uh Cindy Lou Who and the Grinch or whatever, or am I yes. thinking of something else? Oh yep, Taylor, that's the one. Taylor I hit it. Momsen. All right. Uh, the what? T- Taylor Momsen? Yes. What's what's the name of her band? I have no idea. I just remember she was the Grinch. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it's going to bother the shit out of me. I'll figure it out later this episode and just call All right. it out. We're, 
People are yelling at us, but we're coming real close to nailing it. <laughs> anyway, they're great. Um, but uh, so she's never seen uh, the Green Lantern. The and, Pretty Reckless. And, oh, sorry. God. The Pretty Reckless. Yeah, that's it. Game. We've seen him live at, at, at Rockahoma, yeah. Phil. Yeah, we slept through it live, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that they were bad. It's just Literally. that we were like super hungover. Oh, no. Yeah, no, we were in the tent. <laughs> Not my bad, um, baby. But yeah, so we watched uh, the Green Lantern. Huh? Why? She's never Why? seen. Because <laughs> my wife has never seen it, man. And you What's know what? What's happening right now? Thanks, Brent. <laughs> Straight to the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I've got some not cool of the week hardcore. But I think yeah. it's gonna be hard to beat this one. That was that was a really. Really not good. I mean, maybe it gets a little more hate than it deserves, but it's still not good. <laughs> Brian's over here saying, what the fuck <laughs> is happening? <bro?" laughs> That's all we watched, man. If it, you know, if it wasn't for the shitty story and the stupid fucking cheesy costume. And the like, terrible acting and the horrible cinematography well, and the ridiculous. Well, I mean, Lake Lively and Ryan Reynolds, you know, I mean, how bad can they be? I, they, there's some good actors in that movie. It was just a shit of a script. Ouch. <laughs> Wasn't as bad as Suicide Squad, but um, yeah. <laughs> Wait, which one? Yeah, dude. The Suicide Squad, not the Suicide Squad. The no. Wait, you didn't. Wait, the newest one? You didn't like it? No, the first one. Oh, oh. The first yeah, one. The first one's just called Suicide Squad. This new one is the Suicide yeah. Squad. Man, right. I don't know. I think Green Lantern's got that one beat by a lot. <laughs> bad, huh? So that's my not cool of the week. That's all I got. I work a lot, guys. <laughs> all right, I'll go. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children yes. of all ages, welcome to a quick little episode of The Wrestling Returns. Brian, Brian. Yes. Heels. How awesome is this show? Uh, I am only one episode in, but I am in. Yeah, I'm uh, all in, like AEW. Man, yeah, this show is hella good. If you if you don't know wrestling, they're gonna teach you about some wrestling in here because they drop a lot of a lot of lingo in here, and you gotta what is learn. That on? Uh, stars. stars. Oh, they okay. talk about they talk about how fucking fake it is. No, that's <laughs> no, next real episode. to us, damn it. <laughs> um, I loved Gl- uh, Glow. I thought that was an awesome show. Don't know if we're getting another season of that uh-huh. one, but this one I still have to is watch awesome. Uh, Stephen Amell, he's not Green Arrow. I don't care what any of you guys say. <laughs> Justin Harley is Green Arrow. Um, Stephen Amell ain't Casey, Casey wait, Jones either. Yeah, he ain't Casey Jones either. Uh, what's his nuts is um, from Look Who's Talking To. Mike, you met him. Um, John Travolta? Can say bet? John I don't know. Is that his name? No. Who? Wait. From <laughs> from the original tur- turtles. Yeah, from original turtles. What was oh, Casey's? Uh, um, Elias Elias Cotius? Yeah, him. That's yeah. Casey Jones. Yeah, that sounds um, cool. That sounds but, very Greek. Um, but he this very, yeah, he is. This show wait, is. Is, is this ahead. about wrestling heels? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like pro wrestling. No, it was like indie guys. Like if you and I had uh, our mm-hmm. ring set up in the barn, okay. and. This uh, is, 
is it as good as Kingdom? I haven't seen any of that yet. Oh, so oh that's a okay. good show, man. That's cool. a good show. I'll check but it out. This one's good. There are, there are two episodes in. The new episode comes out uh, tomorrow. I forgot this was on. Uh, shout out to Brian. He's always posting what he's watching. I said, oh, yeah, this is on. And shout out to Mike for uh, letting me use stars. But, <laughs> man, dude, this show's hell. I I hate Stephen Amell. I, I just I don't think oh, he's a good on, actor. Oh, come on, dude. He's not that bad. He, he, he tried to get into WWE and ruin matches. I Dumb. I didn't like I him for that. that. But I think he does an amazing job in this show. And Alexander Ludwig, um, he was a, a little kid actor, and then he just mm-hmm. got hella buff. He's badass in this. Uh, Kelly oh, for Vikings. Alexander Ludwig from Vikings, right? I've never seen that either. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's uh, he played he played the son of the the main dude that that got killed in a snake pit in like the third season. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> Is it for a fucking ten year old show. Uh, Kelly Bird Gold oh. Golden or whatever her name. She's Crystal. She's hot. I like her. Um, but this show's awesome. It's uh, two rival brothers, one in, one in a ring heel, and the other is a hero. Grapple over their late father's wrestling promotion business while gaining the national attention to a small town in Georgia. So it's just a small little indie uh, wrestling company. I can't remember what they call themselves. And they're just uh, Stephen Amell and Alexander Ludwig. They're called uh, Jack Spade and Ace Spade. Those are the wrestling names. <clears throat> So they're they're just trying to do their promotion, but then right. brothers brothers fight brothers, and it's just they're just trying to uh, keep their company going. And there's a, a rival company, uh, I don't know if it's the next town over or whatever, but they're like getting more uh, bigger because they're getting the TV spots and the the lights and the stars and everything. So it, it's mainly like it's a story about two brothers kind of battling it out. Then they're dealing with. The uh, the rival uh, wrestling company and uh, that the guy from the rival wrestling company, uh, Machine from Eight um, Millimeter, he's coming <laughs> over and trying. That to... is him. Yeah, <laughs> that's Machine. Are these wrestlers all fucking B B list actors or what these days? What the fuck? I don't know who the other dudes are other than the main two actors. Um, okay. No, there's there's a young black gentleman. I can't remember his name. He was in. Um, the last OG, uh, one of Tracy uh, Morgan's friends. <laughs> I was going to say Tracy Morgan. <laughs> okay, no, the, the, one, the one dude, the big dude, uh, he used to play for the Steelers. Uh, Phil, help me out. To be, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, he, was I, like I, star, I, he was like that star I, defensive player for like... James Harrison? Yeah. Yeah, that's a bad motherfucker right there. <laughs> that guy's he's scary. huge hey. on the show. Check this out. So, just kind of like going off what Lance just said about uh, the B-roll actors. Um, these kind of shows, like, are just prime example. This is coming from a director, filmmaker standpoint. These kind of shows are badass because because they don't choose the best people; they choose the right ones. So sometimes, like, in, and this is some this is something a lot of filmmakers, a lot of film companies can learn from Moneyball. Is you can get the best talent, the right talent, for next to nothing, and knock it out of the park. There you go. So like, like the smudging. I, I mean, we didn't do the best job acting, but shit, this fucker is a damn cult status film now. Mm-hmm. And like made on a top ramen budget, so it's just, it's interesting. <laughs> like, 
you, you 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 watch movies and you're like, oh man, why'd they get this dude from the CW? And it's like, holy shit, dude's badass, you know. So okay, all right. The other person I know is Mary McCormick. She's in it. Uh, I haven't seen her in a while, so it was good to see her. She aged Wait, pretty well. What's her name from Brady Bunch? No, <laughs> she's she played. Uh, was it William uh, Wallace's she, wife? No. She played Howard Stern's wife in Private Parts. <laughs> so, huh. I remember that. She's been in a ton of things. She was in that one, um, not Armageddon. What was the other ast- asteroid movie? Deep in, uh, Deep, Deep, Deep yeah. Impact. 2010 yeah. or 2012 she, or whatever? No, not that one. Uh, that was an earthquake. Deep yeah. Impact? Yeah, she was in that's, that one. She was one of the astronauts. That's my porn name. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I this, show is, this show was hella good. I wasn't expecting much just because I don't uh-huh. like... Uh, Stephen Amell. So I was like, all right, it's wrestling. Let me give it a he, shot. He works with this show, though, because you kind of don't like him in real life and the way he plays his character, especially yeah. Nez, what, what he does to his brother at the end of the first episode. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what that's what sold it to me. I was like, all right, I'm in because <laughs> this show's hella good. Uh, I just zipped right to the next episode. Um, I'm glad I got at least two in. So like, I can't wait for the the next episode but this show's hella good i think it's going uh eight episodes and it's awesome uh from what i understand uh best in the world cm punk he's gonna be on it uh, i don't know who he's playing and i'm sure they're gonna get uh some uh, other wrestlers in it but um i don't know i i think this show is, is good um good to have another one dude in it that guy that has all those uh, videos where, watch out, watch out, that dude. <laughs> <laughs> that body slammed the Hulk. <laughs> I like that. I don't watch wrestling. Uh, maybe I should, but I like that dude just because his videos right? are badass. <laughs> but then, um, then he, what's his name? He's a pop-up on this. That one crazy dude on Instagram. Uh, superhuman TV show or whatever the hell that guy's name is. Um, but this this show's good. I I was shocked. I mean, again, I'm not a Stephen Amell fan, so I wasn't really really into it. But okay. after that first episode, I was like, man, this show's hella good. So I I can't wait for the next episode, and I'd like to see where it's gonna go and if it's gonna get uh, another season. Because as of now, I don't know. And another quick little thing, non wrestling related. Um, Cobra Kai season five got green lit, so I'm I'm hyped for that. Can't wait for December for season four to okay, come. Okay, so so December they're not gonna wait till New Year's Eve then, like they did the other one, huh? I hope so, man. Okay. I can't believe we're getting two seasons in one year. So that's nice, man. <laughs> I'm it's a good show. Uh, I believe that when I see it. <laughs> all right, but yeah, if you guys uh, for all you Stephen Amell fans, definitely check out uh, Heels if you guys Heels. have stars. All right. Yeah. School of the Week. Brian? Uh, let's see. I got three movies and a show. Uh, first one is Bleed With Me. This was a new one on Shudder. Okay. Uh, this chick, she goes uh, with her friend and her boyfriend to a cabin on the, during the uh, wintertime. And during her stay there, she thinks her friend is stealing blood from her when she's sleeping. Cool. <laughs> okay, that cool. sounds actually sounds promising. That and fucking it, happened to me one time. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's it's decent. The acting's decent. Lance, uh, the one of the actresses is uh, one from the that werewolf movie we watched, uh, Bloodthirsty. The okay. the main actress, she's in this. Sure. And um, it, it's one of those you don't know 
what's happening is actually what's happening. So you kind of got to stick around to the end to, to see. Uh, I don't, yeah, I, don't, like, I want to have you questions, but it sounds like there's a cool twist in there. Yeah. Uh, Ish. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. It was it was decent. I wouldn't say the twist was was cool or and nothing that you haven't seen before. But I, I thought it was decent. I mean, if you have Shutter, check it out. Uh, we're we're all paying for Shutter anyway, so why not, yeah. right? Shout out to Nez for letting me ride coattails on his. <laughs> uh, next one is a trailer we reviewed uh, a little while back. It's on Netflix now. Uh, the old ways. Is that oh, any good? I liked it. I thought the because it has to do with like brujas and demons and stuff like that. But oh, the, yeah. the the look for what was going on with, with everything in the movie when you got to see the demon, I was just kind of like, oh, uh oh, ah, kind of disappointing. Yeah. Is this in Mexico? Uh, yes. Uh, let's, let me, I actually pulled up some synopsis okay, I here. Do, I do remember the trailer now. Uh, Christina, a journalist of Mexican origin, travels to her an- ancestral home in Veracruz to investigate a story of sorcery and healing. There she is kidnapped by a group of locals who claim she she's the devil incarnate. Sounds like they've really fucked up some Mexican horror movies. Yeah, but this they sounds not got one right yet. This, this sounds super interesting, man. This one got like a 93 Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. That La yeah, Llorona one was good on Shutter. Yeah, dude, that one was so good. Yeah, I love that uh, one. I didn't wait, see that wait, one. Wait, wait, wait. The the, the drama? The Shutter one, yeah, the, the drama one. one. That was uh, a housekeeper. Yeah. Um that that was nominated for an Oscar, guys. The, yeah, the, they, that the one was good. Guy really? was jerking off to yeah, his yeah. house. House uh, maid or whatever. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah. <one. laughs> that oh, dude, you're thinking about the fanatic. Oh, that was oh, good. That's hella good, too. <laughs> Wait, John Travolta? Yes, yeah, hella good. good. <laughs> yeah. Let's get that sequel. I got a funny feeling in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> but the old ways, yeah, it's on Netflix, so check that one out. Uh, my All third right. movie is Blood Conscious. A vacationing family turns to turns the tables on a mass shooter who claims to be fighting demonic forces. Huh. Wow. Acting's not the best in this, but I kind of dug the story. Family shows up; they're no supposed shit. to meet supposed to meet their family or their parents at a cabin. When they get there, everybody's dead. There's some and, crazy guy with a gun saying yeah, he's killing and demons. and he is played by a friend of the show, Nick Dimitri. Oh, oh, cool. <laughs> okay, I mean, and so you, this sounds like this is your cool of the week. Uh, I think my show is my cool of the week. Ah, so, blood, blood conscious okay. would come in second. I, I, right. I always like Nick Dimitri when he shows up, and uh, I, the the story kind of got me interested. The whole, you know, is this guy crazy, or was yep. people really taken over by demonic forces? You got to kind of Whistler himself, huh? Yep. Okay. Like, um, is like frailty. Kinda, kinda. Okay. Right. And that's on. Is that on Shutter too? Uh, that one's by any means possible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't like the sound of that. Some of those Arr. movies out there are hard to find, man. And, I had to watch Boogeyman uh, on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's fine. Yeah, well, we'll get to Boogeyman. Uh, let's see. And I checked out the first two episodes of the new season of American Horror Story. Double feature. Oh! Yeah, that is out now. 
I'm digging what I'm seeing. It, it's okay. it's it's not anything like from the other seasons. Uh, I'm real interested to see what they do with this because uh, I think halfway through, because it's called double feature, halfway through mm-hmm. we'll get a, a whole totally different story. And oh, um, very nice. I might. I like how they're mixing it up at least. Yeah. Yes. No. Yes. I think I'm gonna say that Sarah Paul because she's back for this season. Of course she is. Is she? I, I want to <laughs> say so far she's probably p- playing no, my excited. most favorite character she's ever played. Well, that's cool because every Very other nice. character she's played has been really fucking hateable. Ah, that one. Uh, <laughs> what was the one? The political one. Um, oh, where she was afraid of holes. Oh, I wanted to kill yeah, her. Now I hated her. Screaming the entire. I'm, I'm scared of TV man movie. I'm scared of clowns and things that have holes in it. Oh. She would not like the new Candyman movie and everything <laughs> else on the planet. <laughs> oh. No, she, the 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 role she played. I'm not going to spoil anything because it just came out, but it's it's kind of I don't know. It's just different from like like you said, Phil. She's not screaming and crying and yelling and I mean yeah. she does she does have a moment where she kind of does that, but it's not. It's I don't know. It's just she's playing this character very different than anything she's done on the show. So, well, she wasn't super hateable in Bird Box, but she was only in it for ten minutes. So, well, there you go. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think that's it. I, I tried to get to that uh, the new Witcher anime movie on Netflix, but I did I didn't get to it. So that sounds interesting. It's supposed to lead into the if you watch it, it leads into the next season. Man, I hope they keep going with that. Oh, wait, I got one more. I got one more okay. real quick. Pig. The, the, with the, oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, we talked about that, man. I still haven't watched nice. it. I need Dude, to that watch was that good. Oh, that was hella good. My top, this is my top ten for the year. Oh, yeah. my God. Page, man, he knows how to pick them, huh? He does. Yeah, man. I mean, he's, he's got Academy Awards, so you know he's good. Not all his movie choices are good, but... Yeah. This one, I was shocked on how good it was. It was yeah. Slow, if we just said that burn. like ten years ago, it'd be a totally different reaction. <laughs> it was a slow burn, but man, it was good. I really enjoyed it, and I he watched was, Snake Eyes again. <laughs> he was dropping some gems in there, stuff he was saying. Yeah, he was. Yeah. I mean, some wisdom. I don't know if the Academy is going to be looking at that one, but uh, I think they should. I thought that was a really good movie. Mm. There you go. Oh, can I? Can I throw one in here real quick? Just real yep. quick. No, uh, I want to give a shout out to my boy, uh, my boy Glenn Stanton, who is in The Walking Dead season eleven. My my partner is in the show. Uh, you guys have seen him if you're nice. watching The Walking Dead. Okay. Um, is are any of you guys watching it? No. I, I've never yeah. missed an episode except I'm not. I haven't seen the the new season yet. Um, okay. I think there's one in the can, right? Or is there two in the can now? Uh, there's actually well, there's two, but I get I have AMC Plus, so I, I'm a week ahead. But, All right. Um, well, I'm in, brothers. I, I will check him out. I promise you. Yeah, he's uh, if you check him out, he's one of the um. So there's this big, this big black dude in there. He's like the big black dude's friend. He's a uh, he's a little uh, he looks like uh, I always describe him as uh, he looks like Michael Hutchins from NXS. <laughs> <laughs> did he survive or did he get killed? He's still in it. No, man. I mean, he's so that that's uh that's my buddy Glenn. We we're the ones that did that commercial together, that Thanksgiving commercial. But um yeah, nice. it's just so it's so dope. So I wanna send some love out to my boy Glenn, man. Good shit. I'm glad that you're in the show and uh 
I hope you survive, man. Very nice. Glenn, I, I, tapped, I hope listening. I tapped out man. like three seasons ago, man. It, it got yeah, garbage. I'm, not me, dude. I'm, <laughs> I'm in. We're, 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 rounding, we're rounding home base. As soon as, uh, I, come it, on. It, it, as, soon as the, the, the Rick thing happened and, and all that, and I was like, yeah. There you go. Okay. Or now some, something happened with Rick finally. <sighs> when, the, when's that movie supposed to come back? I think that's pushed back or something. Does anybody uh, give a shit at this point? Oh man! Uh, I mean, I only, I only watch them when Lance makes us. They're finally at that uh that news place. Because I want to see I want to see how it ties into Fear the Walking Dead. Because well, Fear the Walking Dead, they set off a nuke. Oh. Are the Indians still alive? Oh, no. They, I'm uh, behind on that one. Mike. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm my bad. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. They did. The last, the last season I saw is when they blew up the dam and everybody went rushing uh, downstream. I'm, I'm way past that, but I haven't seen any so, nukes. Well, then the, the Indians, are they still alive? Because that, that, that was the season they were in with uh, Michael Gray eyes and them. Yeah, they, they went off on their own. They came back to, to save them. Um, yeah, it was a good, was a good sniper scene. <laughs> but um, kill the warriors. Yeah, after that they uh, they took off and they I don't know where they're at, but uh, went to Rutherford Falls. That's where he went. <laughs> to you guys, are, you guys are watching that. That shows hella good. <laughs> but that was my point. The people that are still watching The Walking Dead probably could not give a shit about Rick at this point, right? I mean, he's uh, been gone for how long? Well, we we need to see when he comes. What how he's going to come back. Yeah, because um, because in to one get of killed. the in uh in The Walking Dead um, uh, like the mid season finale uh oh shit I can't say anything because Lance hasn't seen it yet. Um, oh, the mid season finale of The Walking Dead. Um, yeah, did I did you see where? Seen. Okay, so you saw where Michonne found Rick's boots? Yes, yes, I okay. I, I that's where I'm at actually. She okay, find her cool. daughter yet? Just way behind. I'm just way behind on fear. I'm I'm, is I'm a, one behind on is fear. That all, is, is that all we get is Rick's boots? That that's it, Rick's boots and uh, something else. His, his think they found his pistol. No, Judith has yes. his pistol. Found his pistol. Is that a um, euphemism? Did they cut it off? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but um, Fear of the Walking Dead gets better. Um, it's I'm, yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. I cannot take that new the new world or whatever it's called with no. the idle kids and yeah anything with teenagers. Like, because yeah. if anything we learn from The Walking Dead, kids fuck it up <laughs> because kids always but they always like have this stupid little go crazy moment where they're like, well they're people and we shouldn't kill them, so let's let them in. <laughs> and it, like that one stupid cookie kid. Remember when they're walking through the crowd and everything's fine? That little stupid cookie kid's like, Mom? And the zombies are like, Oh, these niggas spitting. And they started attacking them because this stupid kid and his cookies. I mean, to me, the best the best scene with kids was the Look at the Flowers episode with Carol. Yeah. Because oh, I got rid of that kid. Because I remember on Facebook, oh. I, got, I got so much hatred because I said, when the yeah. zombie apocalypse happens and I have my Costco all boarded up and fortified, do not bring yeah. your kids. <laughs> not, Especially not that one. She should have yeah. died a long time ago. Did Michonne yeah. find her daughter yet? Yeah, she's been she's been had her. Okay. But um, Nez, Nez from uh, Blood Quantum, you are you already know I've I've, I've I've on record I'm Team Lysol. So fuck those motherfuckers. Keep them outside. <laughs> we don't. Is that the one that lost that. his dick? 
Yeah. I still haven't watched uh, that show. You haven't oh, watched sorry. it? Oh, man. Dude, okay, here's my philosophy. All right. Am I in it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, just haven't had, I just haven't had time to watch it, but I did Um, I did meet Jeff Barnaby, and oh, he, cool. that was the first thing he asked me. Have you watched my movie yet? I said, have you watched The Smudging? Checkmate. I mean, it's it's uh, okay, but anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, who didn't go? I'm sorry. We're just like I'm. I just cut uh, in my bad. Lance, I Lance. I'll keep it short and sweet, boys. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It bears repeating. Um, my cool of the week is is once again the stand. Um, I actually uh, reread the book. Going? Well, no, I reread the book and I I checked out both miniseries for a show that I did with Bede and Marcy on the King Zone. There's two seasons and, uh, now? Uh, well, the, no, there's the original 1994 series, oh, and then there's the uh, the new one that's got uh, Pennywise's brother in it. Um, oh, but which Eric which, from which brother? Uh, from True Blood. True Eric Blood. from True Blood, yeah. True Blood. yeah. So needless to say, The Stand is one of my favorite books of all time. you got to be specific it. with those Scars guards. Yeah. Which one? That's right. There's like so, 50 of them. Isn't what's his name in that other one on uh, Hulu? Um, Pennywise Castle, Kid? Castle, Castle Rock? Rock? Uh, yeah. yeah. He is. You're right. Bill. Bill. That's uh, his name. Bill Skarsgård. Right. Gonna... Is he in Asgard still? Yep. He's still <laughs> trying to figure out science and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm just going to say go check out the King Zone, uh, Bede and Marcy on the Super Network, and another shout out. So, Brian? We gotta have some news stories, right? Yeah, we're gonna start with some TV. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield, he's going to star right. in Apple TV Plus's horror, a, a new series adaption of The Changeling. That George C. Scott one? I think so. Sounds like it. Is that so the one where he's just like the Changeling? <laughs> All right. Okay. Moving on. Nobody cares. <laughs> uh, Jacob Anderson will play Louie in the AMC's interview with the vampire. Jacob Anderson, he played, uh, I believe it was Grey Worm in Game of Thrones. Okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Warner Brothers has hired. This is the person's name, Ninja Thyberg, to direct the Witches of Eastwick remake slash readapt. His name is Ninja. Ninja. All right. As they'll never leave anything alone. Are they gonna? Um, I assume they're gonna uh, gender swap it out. Uh, then, then I guess it would be the warlocks of Eastwick. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's just interesting. God, man, where's the originality and all this? Like the the movies, Brian, you mentioned early. That's that's original shit. I love that. I'm tired of reboots. And, like, I'm sorry, man. Look, Snake Eyes. I'm not. I'm, I can't. I can't see it. I can't. Forget what we know and just enjoy it. That's what I did. Other than that, I thought it was I, badass. I, <laughs> really? I can't. I can't. Yeah. Man. I can't. I, I I had a problem near the end. As 
No, there was a lot of problems in that movie. But I had a big, especially at the end. I had a fucking major problem, but I, I, I'm. It's it's on the docket, so we'll we'll get to it. That also sounds like not a piece of advice that you would ever give ever. Yeah, it's it's racist. You know how? Hey guys, it's, it's racist because you why can't. Not? Why? Why did they gonna ha- introduce Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow? And you, you just stalker. All right, stop. Save it for uh, Action Returns, and you can come on and do that one with us. <laughs> okay, you're gonna get a Bill. You're gonna get my imitation of Bill Burr when it comes to this. Uh-oh. I hate that guy. <laughs> Fuck him. Oh, oh not Bill, Bill Burr. Burr. No, Bill I'm Burr. sorry. I'm thinking of um, nah, not Bill, Bill Burr. Cosby? Bill No, Bill Burr. Is that the guy on Mandalorian? Mandalorian. Oh no, I'm thinking. Say- of- I'm thinking of another dude. Don't say, say Bill Hader. No. Say how? How does he anybody pops hate Bill up Bird? In the Mando. I no, know. There was, Bill Burr is awesome. There was another dude that was talking shit about Stan Lee. Fuck, what was his name? Oh, all right. Oh, the 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 fucking guy on HBO. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Bill Maher. Yeah, yeah him. Maher. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, him. that guy's kind of a <laughs> <laughs> that guy, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's talking he, shit about Stanley. Fuck him. Bill Maher can't decide what what side of the aisle he wants to be on. He like fucks with liberals and and uh, conservatives uh, equally right now. I don't fuck just, about all that. He started talking shit about Stanley. Fuck him. <laughs> he just come on, dude. Get him in the Cannibal name, Women and the Avocado Jungle of Death is a classic. That's no good either. <laughs> I love you, I'll, sweet Rob, but damn. <laughs> I always I always get him confused with a uh, with a uh, dude from uh, Elm Street Three that played the doctor. Makes sense. I, I can I see that. Look like each other. <laughs> oh, that's so, a guy from uh, Body Double. Yeah, Craig Wasson. 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 At the see? very least, Bill Maher definitely looks like a villain in a movie somewhere. <laughs> Bond, right? Yeah. He he did date that video chick from back in the day. They called they called her Superhead because she gave Superhead. <laughs> so it says Bill Maher. I'm not believing him. <laughs> no, it was like a known thing. Oh, okay. Well, damn. If the reputation precedes you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Continue with the news. Uh, Marlon Wayans will star in Jeff Wadlow's untitled Netflix Halloween film. Trying, Yay! guys. I'm trying. I'm trying. This is all I got for news. Hey, hey uh, Halloween. That'd be good. Uh, Netflix Army of Thieves gets an October 29th release date. This is the sort of, I guess, a prequel to Army of the Dead. I'm in. Okay. I guess right. so. Yeah. I like. I hope they go along with the story and throw a little extra in there. Uh, I think this one's more about the one guy that uh, is the the guy that picks the locks on the safe. Yeah, Gun- oh, I like Gunter or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah like the German guy. Super German name. Ooh, the man. One, the one that was, uh, was it uh, easy peasy Japanese? Oh, we don't say yeah. that. <laughs> he's, he's the one that only got like 25,000 or something. <laughs> they were giving millions to the other people. What is this? Army, Army of Thieves. Thieves. Army of Thieves. Oh, yeah. Oh. The, lock, the lock picker, man. Sorry about right. streaming. <laughs> and let, uh, you know what? It w- we w- we wouldn't be talking about uh, Spider-Man trailer if it wasn't for your grandson being in the background. No, oh, they're all in the background. This one we got a house full of kids. 
and A's in there bouncing off the wall. So, hey, I got to (laughs) record. Show comes first. (laughs) Uh, Lastly, uh, Lewis Pullman, uh, Bill Pullman's son, he's going to star in James Wan's Salem's Lot remake. Again? James Mm -hmm. Wan is doing it? Yeah, he's directing it. I think. I, are you sure? I, I wanted. I want to say directed, mm-hmm. but you never know. I heard mm-hmm. that. Um, I heard that he's he's bringing back the original Barlow design. Yes, I hope so. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I saw the Salem's Lot. I saw the trailer for his new film yesterday. Malignant. Malignant. That shit looks good. Oh yeah. It looks yeah. good. So Naz, you you've actually been to the location, huh? Yep. It's uh. Kind of down the street from um, Silver Shamrock, uh, a few a few miles away from there. Are you serious? Yeah, and, and it's the same town where Outbreak happened. <laughs> so, wow! Didn't yeah. you say that that it was even creepy in real life? What that town? Yeah, yeah, man. It felt like people were following us because because uh, you're exotic. Yeah, man. Did, did they like, work at the factory? I don't know, man, but there was a black SUV following us around. I know that. Oh, <laughs> damn, dude. That's yep. that's a warning sign. That's yeah, the feds, so. bro. No, it was... Uh, no, they, the Silver Shamrock, that little area, that was all run down and beat up how it looks in the movies. Now the little right. um, Salem's Lot, man. I don't know. They didn't... Uh, I guess they didn't like me there, but um, it was cool. I mean, you could all the little places... The only thing that they built was the actual house. That that that's not there. Everything else okay. that they filmed, that the was filmed in the movie, all that's still there. Oh, uh, oh. real qu- real quick footnote: If you guys are like uh, hardcore Salem's Lot fans, you got to check out Chapelweight. I heard about that. Yeah, it's yeah, on the docket. Is it good? Yeah, it's about. Um, it's from that short story uh, Jerusalem's Lot by Stephen King. Mm-hmm. So it's just about um, how that uh, it, it's. If you're familiar with the short story. It's just about that guy Charles Boone that comes to Maine and um, inherits this mansion that his his pre- predecessor has, and how the town just hates that family because they they feel that it, the family brought a curse. And it's it's interesting because like in the opening credits, you get a quick flash of uh, one of the characters from the original Salem's Lot miniseries. I won't tell you who, but it's it it's kind of cool the way you see that quick shot. David cool. Soul. With the uh, leather patches on his elbows, yeah. no. <laughs> no. Was uh, was the second one any good? Return to Salem's Lot. No, man, that was, that was utter garbage. <laughs> That's, I wouldn't watch it with your eyes, dude. It was no. <laughs> yeah. I see it on stars. I, I, I didn't know if it was any good. If you if you if you have nothing else to do, yeah, it just just watch it. But it I I, I cannot stand Michael Moriarty. That dude talks like he's <laughs> he's nervous all the time. Like, well, I, I don't know what you guys think about this, but you know, it's like, bro. Is that the guy from the stuff? Uh, I've never seen that either. It's it's oh. the guy from. Uh, Sounds about right. He's from Law and Order. Uh, he was in Pale Rider. He was the guy that's like, hey preacher, you think you can like help us out here because we're like getting our asses kicked? It's that dude. I can't stand that dude. Unless he's Ben Stone on a Law and Order. What's his name? Michael Moriarty. Yeah, the name's so familiar. 
We've had so many that people is, yelling at us on this episode. That is the guy from like, the stuff. He looks. He looks. Yeah, that is him. <laughs> he looks like the wish. The wish version. The wish version of um, of uh, what's his name? John Voight. Yeah, uh, I can see it. Did you see the 2004 one with Rob Lowe? Salem's uh, Lot. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> that was a, a steaming pile of shit too. Yeah, I yeah. I just saw it when it first came out. I liked it, but I that so I only seen it that one time. No, I, I couldn't. I couldn't get behind that. It's all. It's all about James Mason and David Soul for me. I still <laughs> want to see that UK version. That's bloodier. What? Yeah, there's a uh-huh. there's a an uncut version out there that's mm. that they had to cut a lot of because you know Toby Hooper directed it. He went kind of crazy. Okay. But but um yeah man there's there's a UK version that's a I think it's like twenty minutes longer and bloodier. All right. So. You got any more news, Brian, or is that it? That's it. Well here's something really quick. Um I haven't even seen a trailer, but people are talking about it. Some good, some mm-hmm. bad. Death Rider and the House of Vampires. Uh. Film that's directed by Danzig. Uh, well, oh. I'm hoping it's better than that last movie he did because that last one he did was garbage. It, it can't <laughs> so. be worth the shit, dude. There's no way. But He's it says like, hey, here, if Rob Zombie can do it, I can too. Uh, yeah. To invade theaters this Friday, and I assume next Friday they're talking about because this article came out on on Friday. So, but That's people cool. have okay. seen it. I guess they sh- they showed it at uh, some um, theaters. Uh, they showed it down in LA, and then there was one in Vegas. So, but I don't know if it can get a wide release. So, but uh, yeah, that's um, I haven't even seen a trailer for this. So I don't know. But Danzig, I love his music. I love Old Misfits. I love his first album, but I don't know. And seems like he's full of himself. Just watch that video when he got knocked out by that one guy from. Uh, <laughs> From the whatchamacallit kings uh, from Phoenix. If you guys haven't seen that video, he was on the res trying to get raw and he got knocked out. <laughs> oh, I thought that was just some dude. Is that somebody? It was a singer for some other band, Northside Kings from Phoenix. Oh, I thought it was just some fan and he started no. talking shit and turned around and smacked him. No, um, they were the the guy that was to put on the show, he was coming back from Albuquerque with all the sound stuff. But right. the, the the truck they had broke down, so he was stuck on the road. But Danzig, well, we got our stage and we got equipment. We'll just set up and let everyone play. So they were like, oh, cool. So they set up. Danzig played first. There was supposed to be, like I think, like three or four other bands after him. And then as soon as Danzig was done, he walked off stage, and his crew came in, started taking down the lights and packing up all the the speakers and everything. So that guy from the Northside Kings went to him and was like, hey, man, um, what's going on? Why why are you guys taking down the stage? And he, Danzig, was like, well, why don't you just go on after us? And then they kind of got into more some words, and then uh, Danzig pushed that guy, like, fuck you, motherfucker, and he pushed him, and that dude just came, bah, just with the right cross, and... That was it. Danzig just dropped like a sack of potatoes, and then <laughs> that's the end of the video. So I mean, that the dude that knocked him out. When you're five was big. three, you can't be walking around talking shit to everybody. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> when are people yeah, going to learn? I'm also kind of amazed you hadn't gotten knocked out more, Lance. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't hung out with me quite a bit. I can understand that that, that thought. 
when are when are people going to learn that a push is a warning shot? Man, you just go for the head. Yeah, because as <laughs> soon as he as soon as Danzig pushed that dude, he didn't even hesitate. He yeah. just bah, yeah. clocked him. Green That's light. <laughs> yeah, my cousin, my cousins were supposed to play that show, and uh, uh-huh. they they were there. They saw it. it all went down in the hallway. <laughs> it, was, it was out on the res in Arizona. <laughs> so, well, and Lance, to... you're probably not near as much of a dick as Glenn Danzig. <laughs> you never know, man. You never know. But uh, I do have one question. Like. <clears throat> <laughs> Where you live now? Do y'all have any trailer parks? Who me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, were we in, in LA? Uh-huh. Fuck no, he's in the bougie area. It ain't no trailer park. Oh, that's <laughs> the, the, okay. Right. Hold on. The closest trailer park is in Malibu, and that okay. shit is bougie as hell. All right. Malibu so while you trailer park, I live there. Yeah, while you're at the bougie trailer park. Brian is about to bring us the big, the small, and the very, very weird. And Nez, I already listened to you and and, <laughs> and your homeboy talk about this for 30 minutes. So uh, we might sit back a little bit. <laughs> so let, let these other let these other guys talk about it. What do y'all think about uh, what is it? Spider-Man: Homecoming or Far From Home or Homeboys or what's it called, Brian? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Spider-Man, no way home. No way home. Yeah, if you guys want to hear, if you guys want to hear our breakdown, go over to East Society and uh, check that out. And we did a full breakdown of the whole uh, trailer. So, but I thought it was awesome. I can't wait for it. I'm I'm excited for it. I just like the memes that were born from it, especially the one I made that went viral. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you haven't seen the meme I did, it's the one where they show the pumpkin bomb and Willem Dafoe's crazy face when he was at the Golden Globes. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. That one's mine. <laughs> That's all we need to know. But to be that fair, one, Willem Dafoe's always got a crazy face. I mean that, yeah, that dude is a. I I would my my dream project if I was a billionaire filmmaker, I'd want to. Do a live action The Dark Knight Returns and cast him as the Joker. Ah, uh, you know oh. we should get like John Malkovich, Willem Dafoe, and Christopher right? Walken. Yeah, Christopher Walken all in the same movie together. How great would that be? <laughs> and, and 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 you got to throw Michael Moriarty in there too. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a couple more we're forgetting. Well, Lance. Just, yeah. Thoughts. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm all for it, dude. Um, I, I I'm fucking I'm in for a penny, in for a pound in the Marvel universe at this point, you know. And um, you you guys have heard my concerns about going into the multiverse. It's like now all of a sudden all these people that have you know died, it's not so dramatic anymore because they but can bring them back. It's not them though. I know. What's with the trains? That's what I. This is what because I listened to Nez. I heard you guys break it down for half an hour, man. What's with all those trains coming up at the same time? Y'all, y'all think that's multiverse like trains from different? Uh, it's not universes? Doctor Strange. Hmm. It's not our Doctor Strange, at least. It's not. The, yeah, there's a there's a thing that he's um, right here. Doctor Strange is wearing the eye of Agamotto or whatever, however you say that, right. even though. And this time, the, the uh, even though the time stone doesn't exist in this current timeline, mm. because okay. that the, well, the time that time stone is gone. 
It's um if you guys watched uh Loki, they're saying they're just basically paperweights now because they're, they're useless. Spoiler, so spoiler alert! If you guys haven't watched that, but. I'm all for I'm I'm all for any uh any Spider-Man movie. I, I I definitely like this kid. I think he's probably the best of the three uh, actors that have played Spider-Man. I hope the other actors show up. Although Andrew Garfield, eh, maybe maybe not. But uh, I like, I'm looking forward to it. They're all in it. I'll tell you that right now. They should be, man. I, I I'm looking forward to this. I'm hoping uh, Miles pops up in this. Oh, that'd be awesome! Hell yeah! Does. They 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 said there's a scene where uh, Spider-Man's running through a building, or there's a lot of people, and I guess it's a uh, I forgot what they said it is, but um, his aunt, aunt uh, his aunt works there, and uh, I guess uh, Miles works there too, or a version of Miles, or his parent, somebody works there that's related to him. So there there's been rumors that he's in the movie. They showed the Prowler in the last movie, uh, Lando, Donald Glover. Oh, yeah. He's a Prowler. So and he I mentioned, don't know he, if that guy becomes the Prowler or not. He, meant, he mentioned his his nephew, and that's Miles. <laughs> so Donald yeah, was a little too laid back to be a fucking villain. Uh, we're Spider-Pig in this situation. That's what I'm Yeah, I'm that's Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Spider, we want Peter Porker. Spider-Man so. Noir. We need uh, uh, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> there's rumors go. there's also rumors Matt Murdock is going to show up uh, what's oh, his name Charlie yeah, Cox, Charlie so Cox. Ben Stiller? no wait Ben Ben Affleck no that's Affleck. Batman <laughs> my uh my buddy uh Ryan <laughs> my buddy Ryan worked on that Spider-Man yeah anyone yeah, he does uh he does the visual some of the visual effects for it for the new so. Spider-Man movie yeah, he's worked on all three of them. Oh, fucking awesome! Yeah, he gets he contracts out for Marvel. Um, like anytime you watch any Marvel fl- flick where any of the vehicles or Iron Man and and War Machine when they have that little vapor trail when they fly, yeah. he um he designs just... the va- he does the vapor trails and he does the fire effects. Nice. All right. So, don't, yeah, don't, don't get don't get land started on fire. <laughs> well, this isn't uh, a tournament of champions, Brian. <laughs> well, I, you know what? I mean, pretty much all of the Spider-Man movies have been really good. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, mm. I, I like. I know that there's some dis- uh, there's some that are better than others, but the Spider-Man movies, on the whole, have felt really good. He <laughs> sound like Doctor Evil on yep. the whole. <laughs> oh, Scott Evil. So, uh, no, Scott Evil. <laughs> so uh, I, I mean, I'm down for this one. We'll see what they do. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping at some point they end up instead of expanding this multiverse of madness, mm-hmm. it ends up in some sort of just straight up reboot because. They're gonna get to the point to where it's too complicated. For uh, yeah, too many working parts. I got, I got. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, that's what I'm concerned about. And like, nothing counts, nothing matters because dead people come back. But I, it's not know. them. It's not Black Cat. I just, or, uh, not Black Cat. Black well, Widow. I know, she can't come but back. Like, you start bringing in alternate universes, and how complicated can you make it? They could keep this thing going on forever. It's gonna be fucking all of my children. 
<laughs> yeah, oh, amazing. I want to well, see. Uh, the reason they're doing this is because because all these actors that aren't doing it anymore. This is the perfect way to bring in new actors by that. Like, oh, here's a, a new, a different timeline, and now we got a new Captain America. Yeah, and give that, them their so- their swan song, right? And this is a way they can bring in X Men and this Fantastic okay. Four and everything. Oh, Having said see. that. This is a way that they can bring in fucking Wolverine. Get him out here and put in some characters that we give a shit about. Y'all, y'all I don't know the want new a fucking movie y'all about y'all Black the, Widow. I don't give a shit about Black Widow. That was a good you know movie. Who I liked Wolverine it. Is, right? <laughs> it wasn't. They announced, <laughs> it. they announced the new Wolverine, guys. Who was who? Dane DeHaan. Oh, Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, they better not bring his Green Goblin back in. That was garbage. Look, at, the, at the end of this, he film, has been in the Marvel universe. Look at that. Uh, at the end of this film, I want to see fucking Peter Parker give up Spider-Man and throw his shit like in the trash, and walk away from it. And then okay. after the credits, we right. zero in on the outfit in the trash, and these hands pick it up and hold the mask, and it's Ned. Huh. It's Ned. That's no, what Ned, I want to see. No, that, Ned, be, that would be Ned cool, becomes man. um, what's his name? God. Is that why? Is that why he slimmed down? Because he's gonna put the costume on? No, <laughs> I hope so. You talking Ned about, is, uh, you're talking about Hobgoblin, right, Ned? That's the chunky yeah. Spider-Man. <laughs> Wait, who's yeah. he supposed to become? Hobgoblin, I think. Was that who he was? Ned? Yeah, in the comics. Really? In the comics? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. Ned was a hobgoblin, and the actor that plays him, he's like he lost a lot of weight. And uh, Ned Leeds is white and blonde, yeah. but uh, I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, well, the kid, the kid's super <laughs> so 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 is Flash Thompson, but so is Snake Eyes. Yeah, right. yeah, you guys, come on now. <laughs> and uh, Nick Fury Snake is the hawk. White? I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Snake yeah, Eyes is white. Yeah, comics, right? <laughs> Uh, no. But uh, hey, but seriously, Nez, do you think that was the lizard in that shot? Did y'all confirm it? Um, I that's what everyone's saying. I I can't really tell in this picture. I mean, yeah, I, I saw the I saw the one that they brightened it up. If it is cool, I mean, we're already getting. There's, we know we're getting Doctor. We know we're getting right. Yeah, we know we're getting Green Goblin. We know we're getting um, Doctor Octopus, which is awesome. That was my favorite one out of the Tobey Maguire ones. Um, Electro, he he confirmed kind of like he posted something on Instagram, then deleted Jamie it. Fox? Jamie Foxx. Yeah, and yeah. he also they also said it's not going to be that version you've seen him in. Yeah, I he's hope gonna, not. He's going to have the that yellow. That Electro and green. was not great. <laughs> he's going to have the yellow and green. So because okay. they're they're saying that Sandman's going to be in this as well. I mean that's cool. I thought he was all right because there was there was some sand they showed really fast. But I don't know. This this is a lot of fan theories and everything. And and they they're saying that uh, Tobey Maguire's black suit is in it. You see Spider Man in the black suit, not the one when he's running the black and gold one. That's um uh, Tom Holland. But uh, the black suit that uh, Tobey Maguire wore in Spider-Man Three, which I hated the way that looked, but um, yeah, they're saying that that's going to be in it because the pictures I'm looking at. This is all in the new trailer, everyone, and that's something they showed really fast. I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. if it is okay, but um, and the, my, the I think the biggest question that we had in this 
there's a scene in the scene in the trailer when Doctor Strange basically pushes uh, Spider Man and Peter goes flying out of it. Yes. It's kind of like a, out of a thing. Spider Man, like Spider Man has he's either holding or some kind of green gold metal cube. We don't know what that is. Okay. Uh, I assume it's something to do with Doctor Strange, but I, I don't I don't know yet. But it's one of the rings from Shang Chi. <laughs> no shit. Are you fucking with us? Or are you serious? No. No, that's where that's where <laughs> he's uh, fucking with us. No, that's where what's his name is going when he Wong. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to to Shang Chi. And wow. I mean, oh, you got you got to listen to the Asian guys, man. They they T straight up told him like, hey, man, whatever you're doing, man, don't do it. Yeah, it'll be bad do news. That, do that spell. And, <laughs> and look what happened. So right? I mean, this multiverse of madness, it's all Doctor Strange's fault. And Spider-Man too. <laughs> uh it's it's right. his, man. But I mean obviously the way um Spider-Man uh Far From Home, the way that one ended when um uh, J. Jonah Jameson popped up and right. said that yeah, said Peter OG J. Jonah, right? Yeah. I, I was really hyped that, that he was yeah. uh, J. Jonah Jameson again, but how he told how he the told everybody or the farmer's insurance guy. Yeah, the that one Great mean one. ass that mean teacher in that one whiplash movie. Whiplash. Um, the uh, buff ass dude in uh Tomorrow War. Yeah. <laughs> I love him and everything that he's in. That guy's awesome. <laughs> um, you guys love him in Oz. That's right, he was in that, huh? <laughs> the Ray rapey Nazi guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Um, but I don't. I don't know exactly where they're going with this. I mean, this is supposed to lead into Doctor Strange, and that we already got the build up from uh, WandaVision on how that's going to tie into that because uh, Wanda's going to be in Doctor Strange with them. So, the hell is that, Pac Man? Oh, what is? Oh. The fuck is happening? Is the multiverse happening now? Yep. Who are we losing? Mike, are you there? Hello? Hello? Hey, Mike. You sound guy. funny now. Hello? We're in the multiverse of madness now. We can yeah. still hear you, mostly. Sorry. I tried to put you guys on my Bluetooth speaker, but it wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, didn't hook up. I was going to say, it sounds like you Bluetoothed out. <laughs> so like 80s throwback there for a minute. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the trailer's awesome. I can't wait for it. Man, we'll be here all night again, so I don't really want to dive into all it. Right. <laughs> all right. December 17th. Sean Cheese is Friday. Yep. I will so, be there. Yep. I got passes if you guys want to come down. They're a little too far for me. <laughs> Roll on California. That's one of the beauties. <laughs> that's one of the beauties of working in a collectible shop is you get promo tickets from the studios. That's very nice, dude. Very cool. Well, I didn't is, realize that happened. This is part of the show where Philip takes over. All righty. Well, good luck, guys. <laughs> we'll uh, take let's, chances. Roll on in to listener feedback. Uh, this week's podcast spotlight shines on the Horror Movie Crew. Uh, welcome to Season 2 of the Horror Movie Crew podcast. Oh, they have seasons. We just... We're just going on. <laughs> We're kind of winging it still. Uh, a weekly podcast about all things horror. 
we continue our August is for Aliens month with Aliens. Look for it anywhere you can find your podcasts. Bam, you we outside? talked about that last week. Great movie. What's that? Mike, are you outside? Yeah. Uh, it's getting is that dark. Helicopter? It's getting dark here, so you know when the helicopters are out. It's getting dark in LA. <laughs> They're coming for you, bro. <laughs> they were over. We live uh, close to the federal building. They were there the other day while uh, um, they were lowering the flags. Uh, All right. We got regarding uh, Dark Shadows reincarnation. Uh, Jordan Powell shared a YouTube video on our Facebook group giving a complete update on the development of this new twist on a classic series. So check that out. Uh, Regarding American Psycho. Kate Pollock says, I love it. Part two? Uh, I don't know. Is there a part two? Yeah, but with, uh, what's the name from 70s show? What? I, with uh, James T. Kirk. Hey, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, uh, Aston Kutcher's wife. Neela Kunis. Man, just leave yeah, that they, alone. You they, got don't, a good movie. they don't bathe their kids or themselves. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I have heard that. Yeah, my wife and I talked about that for a while. She's she's big on bathing. So there's that. <laughs> um, regarding the new DVD box for Just Before Dawn, Jason Bradford says, uh, I love the artwork. Perfect throwback to the 80s horror that graced the VHS boxes. Uh, our buddy Ricky Morgan It says, uh, after the last few months of planning, rebuilding, and platforming the new version of Hail Ming, uh, Danny Bennett, Mark Allison, and I are excited to bring the next episode on Friday, a week from today. Uh, So here's the new – well, not today. Yeah, by the time we record, who knows, right? (laughs) Probably Uh, out But here's the new opening for the show, which will be a regular audio podcast and video version on YouTube. Oh, they got a video version. Cool. Uh, We look forward to talking to you. uh, uh, We look forward to taking you along with us on our next adventure. Please share and spread the word. Yeah, those guys are great, man. They're fun. Uh, Robert Ariel Wellman says, uh, hey guys, check it out. I'm on Netflix, Netflix thumbnail for brand new cherry flavor. This brand new cherry that. flavor. It's a new Netflix series, oh. limited series. Yeah. Pa- Patrick says it's pretty badass. I haven't seen it though. Somebody said it, they kind of compared it to, um, what's that show? Uh, fuck. Lost? Twin Peaks, Twin Peaks. Kind oh, of geez. strange. You know what, dude? If I was on the thumbnail for a next Netflix show, I'd be pretty stoked about that too. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Uh, regarding Candyman, uh, this ought to be good. Travis Dubar says, uh, "My favorite of the '90s. Such a beautiful film." Oh, wrong Candyman. <laughs> uh, Ryan Stevens says, uh, "Creep One was surprisingly good. Creep Two." Less so. <laughs> I, I liked agree. it. I liked yeah. it. Yeah, no, it wasn't awful. That that was a yeah. pretty. That's that's a super underrated movie that most people don't know about. Like, yeah, both of the creeps were not bad movies. It was alright. Yeah, you know, wolf, wolf mask that he was wearing and shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you're looking for shit to watch. 
not a bad one to watch. Um, our patron, uh, Sean Henry, just edited his monthly pledge amount to $10. Nice. Holy shit. That means we owe him a T-shirt. This t-shirt. Good luck. For some reason. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, mine says T-shitty. <laughs> Still waiting for mine. <laughs> uh, Lance, I guess that's on you. Uh, <laughs> also... Sean says, uh, I would like to review Soylent Green. Oh, nice, because I've never yeah. watched that. I, I, I'm, I'm down. Yeah. All right. 1973. Uh, maybe it's a better book than a movie. I don't know. I've just always heard great things about it. And, you know, it's it's kind of iconic. Soylent Green is yeah. people. Yeah. It's people. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and China Syndrome, 1979. Uh, I don't know what that one is, but I'll watch it. Is that it. with uh, Jane Fonda, right? Jane Fonda? Mm-hmm. Ah, Hanoi Jane. All right. All right. Uh, I'm clearly looking, uh, I'm clearly shooting for a disaster centric set of movies. <laughs> uh, also, I would like to do a commentary on the movie Clerks 2. Oh, man. Oh, yes. Hell yeah. Now yeah, we're talking. <laughs> Who, who's doing that? Uh, this is Ryan Stevens. He's gonna do it. No, uh, this is he, Sean Henry. Huh? No, Sean Henry, dude. Oh, my bad. You just fucking dissed him, and he he upped his pledge to ten dollars a month, man. My bad, bro. I was Fill up, Sean Henry. Sean Henry. There you go. Sean <laughs> John Henry. Henry. John Henry. Oh wait, that's Sean the wrong Henry. Name. Well, who Sean wants to Henry's? do the? Who wants to do the clerks too? Sean, Sean Henry. Henry. He's, gonna, right. he's he's gonna come on with us, right, yeah. Sean? And a uh, do a commentary for Clerks too. Hell yeah! Uh, so he says, I look forward to speaking with the Horror Returns crew once more. Thank you, sir. We look forward to speaking with you. Even though I when's, fucked it up, said the wrong name. When's Clerks three coming out? Are they still filming it, or is it done? I think I read that Kevin Smith said it'll be. I think they're wrapping filming this week. Is that a thing? Yeah. Okay. Huh. Ben, I don't know about Kevin Smith. That dude is so hit or miss. <laughs> I love most of his movies. And then every once in a while, he just shits the bed. The Yoga Hoser was garbage. Oh, so. God. I was just about to ask, what is the one with the Bratwurst Nazi guys? Bratzies? Yeah. That's Yoga oh, That was terrible. <laughs> Man, I love you, Kev, but man, I don't know what you were doing. I know you're just yeah. trying to get let your daughter shine. Yeah, cool, but didn't you direct Red State? That was yep. hella good. It's yeah, okay. I hated the one with good. the policeman or whatever. Um, oh, pop, pop out! Pop out! Oh. Yeah, you ever hear him talk about it though? I he guess, hates Bruce Willis now. Yeah, I guess they he they weren't getting along too well. Mm. Yeah, Bruce Willis sounds like he's sort of at the end of his career and he's just phoning shit in for money. <laughs> you guys see the poster for that movie he has with Megan Fox? It's Bruce weird. Willis? Yeah, I think I forgot what it's called, but it looks like he's having, like he had a seizure or something. He's doing some kind of face. <laughs> the Fanatic too. It's probably just what he looks like right now. That's what plastic surgery does to you. <laughs> Is he banging her in that one? 
He's got. He's like sixty. I don't know. I think he's. I think he's a cop. I don't know what she is, but they're on the poster together, and he's making this face like he had a seizure, and his face stuck. It's weird. You ever see? You guys ever see that video where he was talking shit to that uh, that photographer? Uh uh-uh. uh. Getting in his car, and he's like, "Don't make me come over there and kick your ass." That guy's like, "Man, look." John McClane is a character in the film. I'm real life. <laughs> He's like, I'm real life. He's like, I'll knock your bald white ass out. And Bruce Willis is like, whatever, man, whatever. Whatever, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> He's like, whatever, yeah, man. Get in your car. Get in your car. See, uh, there's. I still have a level of respect for Bruce Willis where I bet you he could lay an ass whooping on somebody if he you needs think to. So? <laughs> I, I, in my mind, I hope that he can. <laughs> I bet he can kill a fifth of vodka. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Uh, all right. So uh, there's that. We're looking forward to our <laughs> two commentary. That'll be great. That'll be really great. Um, uh, that's it for listener feedback. Uh, our show intro comes from Steve Carlton of the League of Geeks. Artwork is from Natsulani. Uh, and if you'd like to help us out, please consider becoming a Patreon patron. Uh, we'll let you pick the movies for a future show at any amount. And for $5 or more a month, also pick a commentary for a future bonus show, which is what we just talked about. You can come on with us and talk about it. It'll be fantastic. Uh, or a huge pile of horseshit, which should also be fun. So either way, you win. Um, if you have a chance, please give us a five-star Apple podcast review. Uh, we got any more Steelbook? Uh, God damn it, it says DVDs. It fucks me up every time. Blu-rays? It's Blu-rays. <laughs> We're not giving DVDs out. Steelbooks are gone, but we got we'll some Blu-rays. get Steelbook VHS. Any VHS? No. I'm keep, keep, keeping all my VHS. Uh, Blu-rays of Just Before Dawn. Got two copies. I bet you a badass VHS is probably worth some money right now. <laughs> uh, I'm sure. I, I wish I'd kept my original Atari console. There you mine. go. By that motherfucker. Uh, all right. So uh, on to our featured attractions. Uh, this week it's the new Candyman as well as 2005's <laughs> Midnight of the Switch Crash. Boogeyman. <laughs> Boogeyman. Okay, sorry. That's Willis movie. <laughs> he shit the bed in death with some of his garbage. <laughs> we're, we're sorry, gonna, sorry, Phil. I, 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 I sent him the poster with Bruce Willis on it. I swear, he looks like uh, he looks like uh, Ari Lehman from the first Friday the Thirteenth. All right, time out. <laughs> I, got, I got to look at this shit. Hang on. I don't I don't know what this face is. Oh, yeah, that's a stroke. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Bill Hirsch and Luke Lucas Haas is in it. That's the face he makes when they tell him they want him to do Death Wish 2. Oh. Oh, he'll he'll do it for the right amount. Is that Machine Gun Kelly that's in this? In it. Yeah. Ah, I think I like that's where Kelly, I, man. I think that's where they met. It was doing this movie. Hmm. Is she like thirty years older than him? Uh, it, uh, it don't matter. Um, 
Happens. He's going to be the new... Uh... Yeah, fuck it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> he was badass in the dirt as Tommy Lee. I thought he was good in that. Oh, yeah. Machine Gun Kelly. Well, that was him. I like that dude. I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. I like when he got well, power bombed on Raw by uh, he, Kevin Owens. <laughs> except when he decided he wanted to take on Eminem for some fucking reason. That was oh, stupid. Hey, I, I give him his respect. He went. He went. He went at Eminem like no one else did. But we we knew what was coming after that. Yeah. He, got the, he got the attention he wanted. I mean, he swung, but uh, got knocked out. He had the juice. Uh, all right. So we'll, we're going to Boogeyman. We're, we're just trying to find ways to not talk about this movie. Um, nineteen eighty one. Uh, no, two thousand five. Should have went nineteen eighty. Yeah. With the dude, <laughs> with the 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 one with the dude from Seventh Heaven. <sighs> that's uh, all I kept, that is all I kept seeing. Yeah, was like, that's that's how I realized. Oh, I've seen this fucking movie before. <laughs> After, okay. Uh, so Boogeyman. Every culture has one. The horrible monster fueling young children's nightmares. John Wick. Uh, but for Tim. The boogeyman still li- the boogeyman still lives in his memories as a creature that devoured his father 16 years earlier. Uh, is the boogeyman real, or did Tim make him up to explain why his father abandoned his family? <laughs> Wait, is this is this the movie that um came out? When did this one? Come All right, two thousand four. Oh, I suspect maybe oh, two of us have actually seen the right movie. Because, Brian, when you said Boogeyman, and I, I went to IMDb, I found like seven or eight fucking movies called Boogeyman or The Boogeyman or Boogie Nights or whatever. That's Wait, that's the right one, though, right? The one with the guy from Seventh Heaven? Yeah. Okay. All right, so you're in. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, the answer lies hidden be- uh, behind every dark corner and half-open closet of his childhood home, which is what made up 75% of the movie. A place he must return to and face the chilling, unanswered questions. Does the boogeyman really exist? <laughs> Not uh, <in> this garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Director Stephen Kay, also known for episodes of Yellowstone and Sons of Anarchy, both. I've never seen Yellowstone, but I've heard great things. So oh, yeah. Obviously Two good awesome. So there's that. Um, writer is uh, Eric Kripke. Uh, Kripke? Also known for the TV show The Boys, great, and also Juliet Snowden, um, also known for Knowing and Ouija. Ouija. Uh-huh. Uh, All right, which, the second one. one. Yeah, that like the first one. Second one was good. Oh, the Knowing is that the Nicholas Cage Nicholas bullshit Cage, yeah. fucking Where terrible he can, movie? He can get out of the way of stuff because he knows when you're gonna be there. Is that the one I'm thinking of? I think That's we found the, one. the fucking problem in this That's movie. That's the one. That's the one. We found the weakest link. Garbage. Uh, Eric Kripke also... That movie did have the scariest... bird? <laughs> Sounds like they're not fans of the knowing. Sounds like California Condor. <laughs> uh, the only thing good, about, the only good about this movie was Xena. I didn't even recognize that was her. Yeah, you didn't recognize her when she popped up for no. like a, a the warrior princess. <laughs> Where was she? Who was she in this movie? She was in the middle of the movie. For she like, was the main guy's like mom. 
Yeah, like for a like second. A, yeah. What? Half a yeah. second. She popped in and was like, I'm Xena, and then popped out. Yep. Uh, Where's Hercules and my little girlfriend, my little blonde girl? They, they were banging everyone. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, I hope that they were because that's what I was thinking when I was. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> Uh, all right, Eric Kripke also wrote the screenplay for this film. Uh, we'd go on to reference the film in Supernatural Hollywood Babylon. I don't What's know what that? Mean. I have no idea. <laughs> Speaking of Supernatural, is that show still favorite. going? It's over. Oh, it's finally over? 11 yeah. seasons, right? Or was it 10? It sounds like you're undercutting it. Ish. It sounds like oh, more than that? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to say 15. <laughs> wow. Okay. Is it an over-under? Are we placing bets? Well, it's kind of like a Saturday Night Live thing going here. All right. Boogeyman. Uh, let's start with Brian, since you picked this fucking movie. What's yeah, up? this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> really quick, yeah. Supernatural went 2005 to 2020. All right. You guys do the math. That was more interesting. Uh... Y'all want to talk about Supernatural? I've never seen it. So. I haven't either. <laughs> I watched the first season. It was okay. I just didn't just didn't get sucked into it. Didn't catch we, you. Huh? We are really trying not to talk about this movie. Um, Jared, shout out to Jared Padalecki. Uh, he was a there's nice a guy. boogeyman somewhere in this movie. Yeah, and then when you see him, he looks fucking stupid. He was in, in the 1981. Check that one out, everyone. This one was garbage. Yeah, I I. I I, like I said, I've been saying every week, I'm trying to do my positive reviews. I, I can't find yep. anything. Nothing happens in this movie. Nothing. <laughs> there you go. Not there a pretty fucking boring. thing. Pretty boring. You nailed the when I Hit it on the head. When I seen Lucy Lawless in the credits, I'm yeah. like, okay, that's something. But then she's yeah, she might as well not even be in the movie. It's almost I like know. seeing Tony Todd in the credits. Right. Got yeah, check. I know. I know. Clearly, I'm. Spoiler, I like some. Spoiler alert. I like some of the camera work, and then I I kind of looked more into it, and this is done too. by uh, Sam Raimi's uh, company, Ghost House Pictures. Okay. I, so, I, yeah, I kind of like the camera work when he was driving up to the house. Remember? Yeah, it, it looks. You can tell he was influenced by Sam Raimi, or right. wanted to put some of that into this because of Sam Raimi. Yeah. I, yeah. I could say that. Uh, the story, I don't know, man. You, your fucking father walked out on you. Get over it, man. Just fucking mm-hmm. crying throughout the whole movie. <laughs> trying did to make he, it. Or I did don't he know. Get eaten? <laughs> I think his father walked out on him and he grew up to be a fucking killer and murdered his girlfriend and his uncle, Uncle Mike. Is that yeah. your take on it? Yeah. All and right. then after the movie was over, he murdered the other girl. Fucking. Uh, Zoe Deschanel's sister. Right. <laughs> is that real? Yeah, that's yeah that sister. is. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I, I, no, she's I, no I, Zoe. Yeah, I was she looking does at her, like, she looks a little here. bit. That I'm is. Like, look, huh. yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, it's just nothing. You're following him around. He's fucking scared of open closets and when the closet closes <laughs> he fucking throws himself around everywhere he fucking daydreams a lot thinking about boogeyman uh, maybe, maybe he's got a fetish 
I couldn't get out of my head that he was the guy from Seventh Heaven. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Like with, the with, show like, with Jessica Biel. It was like they were like religious, and then the actor that played the father was like messing with like young kids or something. I don't know what that is. Uh, when you finally see the we broke lance. Uh, when we finally see the, the actual boogeyman, it looks fucking. It's the worst CGI. Shout out to Andrew Glover who played the boogeyman. Sorry, Andrew. Hi. <laughs> well, it definitely made his money. I mean, the budget was twenty million, and it boxed off as sixty-seven. So, well, it got, it got are a, you serious? It got a boogeyman two and three. So, yeah, it did. oh no, but this uh, was a pretty high-budget horror movie. Well, you yeah, got Sam. Just... Sam Raimi's name was attached to it, and that's what yeah. put all everybody uh, in the seats. Mm. And yeah, he fucking pocketed most of the money. I don't know where it went in this movie. It went up his nose. I can almost guarantee you. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, Allegedly. That dude was so fucking high. (laughs) Drunk as fuck when we went up to talk to him. (laughs) Sam? (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. Ted. Ted Ramey. Oh, Oh, I'm talking about Sam. All right. All right. Uh, Mike, what did you think about this one, man? Uh, best nap I ever had in the movie theater. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but, like, my figure photography pictures, like, are way better than the stupid-ass reveal of this creature. Yeah. Okay. The way, the way the, 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 way the boogeyman, the way the monster moved, Reminded yeah. me of that that episode of Family Guy when Peter said they're cutting the budget for the show, so like they cut out different cells of him walking and he was just like bouncing all over the screen because <laughs> they took out like the walking cycle of the animation and he was. Like, <laughs> and Lance's, I mean, uh, Brian's right, man. The the it, it it looked like um if you guys remember that that show that Spielberg presents uh. What was it? Young Sherlock Holmes movie? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Remember when that night, that uh, plate glass window night came to life and he was fighting it? Mm-hmm. That's what it looked like. That's the first <laughs> thing I thought of was like, this is just bunk, man. This is stupid. And I think like midway through the film, I, I went and got something to drink and I went and snuck in and saw something else. Um, probably a Thou Shall Not Kill Except. I think oh. I snuck in to see that. <laughs> But yeah, no nah, man, this film was it was utter garbage. All right, tell us what you really think. Um, <laughs> Nez, what do you think? Garbage. <laughs> All right, we'll roll through this one quickly. <laughs> I mean, nothing, nothing against I have a one everyone. Review too. Nothing, nothing against anyone that that was acting in it. I mean, they. They did their job. I can't hate on them. It it just Not wasn't. Everyone. They did. They didn't. They didn't. Uh, There's no story. Put it together. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah, if, if if it was a little short story, it probably would have been better. But it's. I think they tried to just go for jump scares and everything, which there was hardly any. And eh, I don't know. They well, did. they teased you with a whole bunch of jump scares, though. Yeah. I mean, but it was nothing. A lot of. 
yeah. crazy camera work. I mean, just get all dizzy of nothing. I'm him. I'm watching the scene right now when he's in the closet, just spinning Spin in a circle, knocking that's everything down, and all kinds of different camera angles. I mean, that's oh my god, it's a hanger. Yeah, that's how they're selling this scene. And uh, okay, yeah, boogeyman. If you want to watch it for free, it's on YouTube. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well, say, uh, watch the and, 1981. And if you want to pay for it, you have to buy it because nobody offers it streaming. So I don't even know why we're fucking doing the show. But <laughs> <laughs> but it is it is in full on YouTube if you want to uh, shit oh, yeah. on it along with us. Full movie. Yeah. Um. It. Yeah. I'm gonna go real quick. This was uh, this was the Bye Bye Man of 2005. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. That's I exactly the same what it exact was. thing, man. Yeah, and it's funny I, because what acting. movie did? Hold on, what movie did we pair up Bye Bye Man with? Think oh, about it. Oh, the original guys. Candy Man, wasn't it? It was. What? Yep. <laughs> and that was on my mind the whole time I was watching this. Huh. Didn't even realize that. <laughs> um. Yeah. I uh, probably better acting, but man, worse story. Like that's hard. I, it, yeah, it was just shitty, shitty features. Like nothing was really scary. Um, I really thought that kid from Seventh Heaven was gonna do something. He did right? this. Yeah. Well, and and like two other things, and that was it. It just didn't explain like why was his house was his house a gateway to other places well, or something? And then his mom, who was like, "Oh, your dad left." He fucking went up to put the kid to bed and then disappeared. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, he went out for cigarettes and, and left. Well, that that was the <laughs> opening scene in the movie, though. You yeah. saw him get taken by the boogeyman, right? Or did you? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a good question. Maybe that's just how he remembers it, and maybe he is the serial murderer, and maybe this is a better movie than we thought it was. But uh probably not. <laughs> I think uh I think Phantasm summed it all up with this movie the same. You can yeah. use the same line. And it's that it was all in his head. Yeah. It I mean, it's, it's got to be. Maybe he's just fucking nuts. You guys seem to think. That, that, yeah, that's well, Brian's theory. Yeah, he's talking to dead children that ain't there anymore. So. Yeah. Uh, good point. Yeah, which movie? This movie, he's talking to dead oh, children. Yeah. I need to help you, and the dead kid's like, help yourself. Like, exactly, help yourself. Get out of there. Yeah. For that that matter, it's kind of weird for him to be sitting out on a a swing set talking to a child that he doesn't know. It really was. I thought that was creepy as fuck. I was like, wow, man, they couldn't make this movie worse. They have him just hanging out with a little girl. (laughs) The CGI reminds me of how... um, uh, if you guys remember uh, RoboCop two, how the robot dude oh, looked, gosh, how yeah. his face, how his face looked, or he looked how um, Cyberman looked in um, Lawnmower Man. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And it it kind of reminded oh. me of the vampire zombies or whatever the hell those were with that um, what was that one Will Smith movie when he was in New York? Uh, oh come on, that was better than this. No, it, it had those that 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 kind of features, but crappier. <laughs> but it's that, uh, it's that um, 
fucking uh, Windows 95 animation. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Uh, I, but I, I, I can't do any of this on a computer, so I'm just a fat guy uh, talking shit. But yeah. it, it's just, I mean, it's early. Done, so. Early mid two thousands CGI, I would say this this was still in the beginning stages. Right. Uh, uh, when was well, uh, this? Was beyond that, dude. Fucking <laughs> Jurassic Park was yeah, ten if, years if you, before this. But yeah, that's when. Did, well, that's Universal and Steven Spielberg and all that. They didn't have uh, ILM doing the CGI in this. No they excuse. had they had like no MIL excuse. doing <laughs> this. <laughs> that's no excuse. They could have talked like, to somebody. They, they did. Get, this is what they, this is what they paid photograph for. It. They, <laughs> they got what they paid for. <laughs> hey, look, man. They could have had some bomb ass stop motion. If they anything. could have, because yeah, they could well, have, man. Spoiler alert: Wasn't the boogeyman this kid's action figure? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So that would have been did, awesome, dude. Yes. I mean, if they did it like the way they did Freddy's right? puppet in Elm Street Three. You know that would have been that would have been cool. That would have been acceptable because okay. it's an. But but was the boogeyman the the action figure or did he use the action figure to protect him against the boogeyman? No, he's fucking crazy. He's in I, his head. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I seen it once and I just remember it being very unmemorable. So. <laughs> and his his little fucking lightning little glow created lightning blasts everywhere. Oh. This movie's fucking stupid. Oh God, I forgot well, all about that. Did, you know did what? You guys- Event Horizon had shitty CGI too, and it was still a great fucking movie. (laughs) Which one? Event Horizon. Event Horizon. Horizon. Fuck you guys! I don't want to hear anything otherwise. Hell of it. That movie's hella scary. Did um? Did you guys ever do an American Werewolf in Paris? No, we're saving that for. Is it really that bad? Even though (laughs) I I know the question. I'll say, Brian, we need to do that for thirty-one days. Okay. You it's on it. Tubi. <laughs> so. I think I saw that one in the theater. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that one in the yeah. theater too. Garbage. That's with, with the with the the bungee jumping werewolves, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot. <laughs> That's all I remember. The drummer from the Wonders uh, was the main guy, Tom Everett Scott. <laughs> oh boy, the Wonders. I love that movie. All yeah. right. Yeah, uh, Lance, did you go? Well, I mean, when you got a movie where the the scary or the most dramatic jump scare is when he's he's standing over a bathtub and he's looking at the faucet and boom, the faucet turned on. Water's coming out of the faucet. Holy shit! It's pretty that scary. was like the biggest jump scare in the whole movie, man. Terrible. Yeah, they tease him a lot, where it's like, ha! Oh, it's just your friend from behind, huh? <laughs> Yeah, really bad. Brian, I think, Brian, you got me convinced that it was this dude all along. It, there was no uh, supernatural boogeyman or whatever. But, uh, yeah, this was terrible. And it, it was very uncomfortable when he was around the kids. I was like, okay, where's other adults? I'm, like, looking to the left, looking to the right, turning my head around. Like, what's this kid doing sitting on a swing set with a, with a little girl? Well, like, and then the when she nowhere. leaves... And says she's going home. He fucking follows her. Oh man, so 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 awkward, so awkward. Yeah, just scores. I, where did you pick this movie, Brian? Why? Why would you pick this? I mean, is it because it's a urban legend or sure? I, exactly. 
Normally, uh, you know what? I'm going to stand behind Brian 100%. Or, well, no, 99.9%. Brian, normally you are spot on, dude. When you match a movie with another one, there, there's a great running theme for the reason that the classic horror film should be paired with the new one. This one, you lost me, brother. <laughs> I kind of went with the themes of they consider Candyman a, a boogeyman. Yeah. Sure. You might as well have done John Wick then. For that matter. No, he's not the boogeyman. He's whatever he was. Yeah, okay. there you go. I don't have any. I don't which have is not really a boogeyman. Baba Yaga is a big old witch. We should probably get on to the real movie, right? Yeah. No, I want to keep talking about boogeyman. All right, well, let's do scores on boogeyman, Brian. Okay, I just okay. Let me let me throw something out there on the table. Yeah. So I just skimmed over this in in the last five minutes this film okay and i think it has undertones of pedophilia yeah and that i mean okay so it does seem to you're right you're 100 percent right symbolically i I think his his dad was figgling around with him because and he blocked it out because remember now he had that action figure was his talisman it kept Ah. the boogeyman away right yep yep the symbolism of the closet is this kid has that that uh, those that stimulus in the closet inside of him. So okay. by wow. him kind of playing around with acting on it, it's personified yep. in him following that little girl around. Okay. So deep down inside, this kid has that gene or that uh, stimulus that his dad had. Wow. And that's why his mom never explains where his dad went. Okay. So this his is dad was the real boogeyman. His dad, his dad was the boogeyman. Okay. Because when they find like that one that, idea. that one like room that, idea. that had all the missing kids all or all, pictures all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what his dad was doing. Yep. His his da- and by him yep. summoning a protection that's when his dad went back in the closet. His dad basically, you know, he did away with his dad. That was the sim- the symbolism was he got rid of his dad, but his dad probably just did take off. Huh. All right. Point so five. scores because I, I really want to get to the real movie. Point. Five. Yeah, I, I I think I think you're 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 trying to find a. Uh, <laughs> A no, pearl, I like it. a pearl and a pile of shit here. <laughs> no, I think Point. it might, might be spot on actually on this one. Point five. That would make more sense. Point five. Uh, Ouch. Uh, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a one. A one. One. All right. Uh, Mike. Okay. First of all, I was like, um, no matter how much syrup you pour on shit, it's never gonna be pancakes. So. But that being said, like I, I give it half a star. Woo. Point five. Which is a point yeah. five. Wow, we all right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna sound like the high guy here. I'm I'm gonna give it. I mean, I guess I can't really go more than two. I think there was something here. It was just a shitty script. Okay. So, I mean, production was not. Terrible aside from the CGI. They made their money, so yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a high budget horror film. Is that on the Blu ray? 
<laughs> we made our money. <laughs> made our money. We got your money. Yeah. <laughs> Enough to release a fucking Blu-ray. <laughs> the search for more money. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Lance. Uh, I'll I'll give it a one. Um, I'll Man, give it a one. Give it a two. <laughs> high school. I can't say anymore. This is the lowest-rated movie it's we have bad. ever watched. No, no. It's not. this is no Finding Jennifer or whatever it was called. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think we were <laughs> fucking giving out negative numbers on that one. To Jennifer, that was, yeah. That holds oh, the other record one. as all-time oh. worst movie ever. What was the other terrible one we, we gave some negative numbers on? Uh, Black Christmas. The Darkness? Three. The Darkness, that one didn't work out. Black Christmas was... No, I think we gave that one some probably better scores than this. Yeah. With the new one? Yeah. That's Nez's favorite movie. I got it right here in my hand. No, I like I fucking hate it a lot. But you guys, if you guys want the digital sure. code, reach out to me. <laughs> I I don't hear anyone reaching out. The uh, holiday season is coming for free. I don't want that movie <laughs> on my computer. Listen to uh, Brian and I. Did we do three separate episodes or one one big one? I think we did one. We <laughs> talked about all three. Ouch. We love the first and the and, the and the remake, and I was the only one that liked. Uh, was it last year or the year before Black Christmas? Last year. Oh uh, yeah, I was the only one that liked it. Yeah. Uh, you bought it, so I mean. Yep. <laughs> in my collection. Ow. They were social justice warrior before social justice warrior was cool. That <laughs> <laughs> was country. <laughs> All um, right. All right. So speaking of social justice, we're going to move on to Candyman, a spiritual sequel to the horror film, a spiritual sequel that. All right. But to the it? horror film Candyman, oh, wow. that's what it says, <laughs> to the horror <laughs> film Candyman uh, that returns the now gentrified Chicago neighborhood where the legend began. Uh, director is Nia DaCosta, uh, also known for Little Woods and the upcoming MCU film The Marvels. Uh, writers are Jordan Peele, Nia DaCosta, and Wynn Rosenfeld. Uh, production was brought back to the Cabrini Green neighborhood. Um, though the high-rises have been long demolished, uh, the row houses still exist. This film is a direct sequel to the original Candyman uh, from 1992, ignoring right. the events of the sequels that followed. But Were there more they... sequels to Candyman? There, yeah, there were, but you There's know two. what? I'm not so sure they did ignore. Uh, I guess we can get into that. Um, hey, but before we go on, guys, um, we got a special guest here. We got to hear. We got to hear the perspective of an 11 year old. Am I right, Addison? Right. Yes. My, Real I took quick, my Addie, granddaughter. I'm sorry. I, before we before we go to that, I'm, I'm gonna I, I gotta read this last sentence because it's okay. kind of cool. sorry. Sorry. According according to director Nia DaCosta, uh, the crew actually encountered a bee infestation during filming. <laughs> so Candyman apparently was not happy with them. <laughs> All right, Addie, go ahead. <laughs> All right, we got Addison here who went to see the movie. I'm a great grandparent. Uh, or not great grandparent. <laughs> I'm a wonderful grandfather here, right? Great grandparenting skills. I took an 11 year old to see an R-rated movie with a lot of blood in it, but uh, that's okay because you love Alien, right? 
tell everybody you love Jaws, right? Yes. Tell 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 the audience. They want to know what movie. What are some of your favorite horror movies? Um, I think it's um, I don't know if this is counted as a horror movie, but it's Fear Street. Fear Street. Yes. Okay. I'll take it. That was a good movie. I haven't seen it. It's good. It's good. All right. No spoilers. No spoilers, Addy. <laughs> but we want to know what you thought about this movie. Okay. So I thought it was actually kind of like creepy because like when he, when he started going hives on his like face and his half of his body, I thought it was like a lot of like weirdness because I was when he was at his mom's house, I saw it on his cheek and I was like, oh, maybe he just got like caught or something on his cheek. But I thought it was like really like, I don't know. Um, because when I left the movies, I told my grandpa, I was like, well, like, that's like uh, something called like, tribophobia, where you have a fear of holes or whatever. And right? I, it, honestly, it was kind of <laughs> disgusting to me. I was like, okay, that mm-hmm. is not like, mm, I don't know. It was just nasty to me. It is pretty mm-hmm. creepy. Yep. What did you think about the acting? Did you um, think everybody did a good job? Do you think that, uh, was it scary at all? It was scary like when when those two people like were closing up that art shop and then he like starts cutting but you see it in the mirror but it's he's like right by the projector but he, you're like where is he because if he's cutting right. the projector but he's over there how is he even like cutting it and then I, I thought it was also nasty when I think the wife in the morning went to like go check on the the place and she saw like his intestines out on the floor and i was like okay that is pretty that got nasty you, huh? i was like okay that looks too realistic it was really like nasty smells after a day or two too trust me <laughs> <laughs> so you know how you see some movies and it's really bad special effects right mm-hmm. like terrible computer graphics and stuff like that yeah did this man. give you that feeling, or did it look real it to looked, you? When he started going beehives, I thought it actually kind of looked really, like, realistic. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was like, it actually kind of doesn't look real. But when he was sawing off his arm to put the hook in his arm... Oh, I, oh <laughs> well, I'm, they know it's going to happen, I'm sure. Yeah, but it was kind of That's not nasty. a big spoiler. That was nasty. What did you think about the acting? Did you think that everybody did their role pretty well? Yeah, for most of the part. Okay. Well, anything else to say about the movie? Nope. Did it leave you with a good feeling, like a happy feeling at the end, or more of a... It was more of a creepy feeling. (laughs) I didn't think I was going to sleep that night. It is a horror movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So how would you compare this to, like, Jaws, for example? Would you like... I would say... They're almost the same, but I would if I were to choose one movie, I would definitely choose Jaws. Oh, there you have it. <laughs> okay. Saving Grace. A horror movie. <laughs> Get out of here. Shut the fuck up. We don't want to. <laughs> it's an adventure. All right. Adventure. An adventure of people getting murdered. By yeah, sharks. Steven Spielberg said it's an adventure movie. <laughs> Anything else you want to throw in before you head out? Nope. All right. So there you go. I took an 11-year-old to see Candyman. Hey, why not? Thank you, Addie. You were Thank awesome. Thank you, Addie. Hey, bye. <laughs>
All right. Just had to throw that in there. Man, she's pretty good. She's she's getting on that talking thing. She enjoyed it, man. Yeah. She enjoyed it. She was uh she wasn't uncomfortable and she wasn't like trying to leave the theater, so I'm proud of her. Yeah. Well, Lance, I guess we'll start with you. Was it was it hold scary on, enough for her to leave the theater? Hold on really quick. Oh uh, yeah. my my son, he's sixteen and uh Romeo's fourteen. They went and uh, seen it with me. This is my oh, son. Oh nice. yes. What, is, what, what did you he hasn't seen the original yet. We're gonna watch that one probably later tonight. Uh, what did you What did back. you think of this this uh, Candyman movie? It was pretty good. I already knew a little bit about the first one, and who was this guy killing people in the ghetto? <laughs> <laughs> Which well, is a I mean, true sto- true story in Oakland. <laughs> which um, I mean, for this film, I mean, would did you think? It, I didn't think it was scary, but did you think it was like at least creepy and interesting on on what was happening in the film? Yeah, I thought it was pretty creepy and how it was interesting about what was going on. This his story. All right. right. I mean, so you you kind of know the the little bit of the history of the the first one because they do kind of touch a little bit on it in this. So. Yeah, I when you told me that person was from the first one, I was yeah. like, okay. So, but all right. Yeah. Uh, that was Eric Romeo. What did what did you think? Come closer. What did you think uh, of Candyman? And uh, yeah, talking to this. But first of all, did you? Have you seen the first, the original one? No. What did you think of uh, this new one? I mean, just going in there and watching it as a horror movie, what did, what did you think of it? I thought it was pretty good, uh, but they could have done some more, improved more on the acting a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it was it, it was scary, and it, it was a bit creepy, especially how they made Candyman look. What'd you, yeah, well, what did you think of, like, the special effects? Like, you know, with the bees and all that? Yeah. Good. Very good. All right, all right, guys. That was Eric and Romeo. They uh, they, they were my the movie buddies. The real question is, would would you go look in a mirror and say Candyman three times? Oh, they just walked out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> me? No. I'll answer that question. No, but no. <laughs> the dance is still no. <laughs> all right, Lance. Lance, you want you want to roll with this one? Oh man, it's got to go to me first, huh? Okay, well, first of all, I will say this from a technical standpoint. It was a masterfully filmed movie. Um, I love the special effects. Um, I, I guess if Addie said and, and the other kid said that they caught, you know, some stuff that looked a little phony, you know, hey, that's just the younger generation, right? That's just my old eyes getting fooled or whatever. But to me, <laughs> everything looked very practical. Um, I couldn't really see a whole bunch of CGI here. Um, I definitely love the amount of blood and splatter that you got in it. Um, I thought it, I thought it was very, very, um, very cool the way that it started with a bee sting and then he started like scratching his hand a little bit. And I was kind of wondering, are other people seeing this too? Or is he like the only one seeing, you know, that his hand is literally working toward being about to fall off, you know? And now everything girlfriend saw it okay so she noticed it all right yeah so, he was like he was like kiss the boo-boo and she was like hell no all right so i think i think, <laughs> I think the makeup uh was done incredibly well incredibly well um do i like the way that they tied it to the first story i did like the way they tied it to the first story and i did uh appreciate the urban legend aspect of it i like the fact that they went back to the original spot 
Um, I'm actually one of those few people that is a fan of the other Candyman movies, especially the one that takes place in New Orleans, because um, I love the dude that kind of sounds just like Dr. John that's doing the voiceovers. Um, I should have I, some more New Orleans-based horror movies, man. You know what? They, 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 you. That's probably something we should all get together and do. And the, I only know one director in our in our in our midst, so perhaps we could convince. Right. <laughs> join us <laughs> for some horror on the bayou. Um, but I love the story of Candyman, um, I, and I like the fact that um, I, I, I'm going to stay away from spoilers in this part. But I like the fact that um, it, 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 it's when he says it's the whole damn hive. First of all, Coleman Domingo is a wonderful actor. Yeah. He is the best part of Fear the Walking Dead. He always has been. Yeah, it's, um, a, it's a shame that that's. I think that's what he'll just be remembered for. You know what? Even I, I, even though he's great in a lot of things, I, I, I love his voice. I would love to hear him do some like uh, uh, audio books and stuff like that because he really he'll sounds like fun. a storyteller. He'll um, be something for sure. You know what? I, I, I'm not. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at all at um, at, at at anything in this movie. Um, Oh, how do I how do I not go into spoilers here? I think again, I think it was technically a very well done movie. I think it was good callbacks to the first. Were there some things that upon rewatching the first movie the night before, I thought I I kind of see something coming now that I know there is going to be a sequel. And was it a little bit on the nose? Yes, yes. There's yes. going to be a sequel to what this? No, I oh, just okay, I, got you. I was rewatching Candyman the night before I saw this movie. Some thoughts popped into my head about something is going to a particular character is going to show up again. And, mm. and it did, of course, happen. And I was like, oh, shit, that was way on the nose. Way. Um, I think I know what you're talking about. That character was in the trailer. OK, so I'm not going too far out saying no. that. Um Okay, acting. Um, somebody said the acting was maybe not the best. I thought the acting was fine. I, I definitely hated a lot of the characters because of the pretentiousness. That art world bullshit, I just can't get into it. It's the same problem that I had with that Netflix movie, Brian, that we saw two years ago. Um, Alvin Buzzsaw? You knew exactly where I was going. <laughs> Which one? I've, I've heard this Buzzsaw. compared to that more than once. Yeah. You know what? I, I just... That particular, I can't I, get into that. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I, and forgive me, I'm not trying to to be disrespectful, but just like when art people talk about art, like it just it loses me. Dude, that is that's I mean the art world. With, no, I mean this with all my heart. Mm-hmm. That is Los Angeles. You know Anywhere what? You go. I, even, I, I, tot- that, that, I totally That's the Bay Area, too. I even, get it. I, even I know the some art fucks like that. It's mm-hmm. transformational. The Starbucks turns into those kind of discussions. Right? Yep. <laughs> well, I felt it, dude. And I got, as they would say, the douche chills from that uh, big time. I went Seriously? to an art opening. I went to an art opening with my homie, and oh, he was cool with all his stuff and everything, but the, the people that were in there, Talking about their stuff. Yes, their art was good. I, I can I love good art, and it was good art. But the attitudes they had were like these fucks 
in this movie. <laughs> I, I remember leaning over to my son. I said, oh, I know some assholes like that. And he just <laughs> laughed. But I was like, oh, my God. I mean, do, do you have to act that way? But you don't act like an asshole <laughs> at, at your art shows. <laughs> right? was... well, but art, art is a thing, man. It's made for fucking everybody. You have your own interpretation of it. And, it's and a it doesn't matter thing. what that yeah. fucking thing is. It's what it means to you. True. That, you're looking you're at wrong, it the way it's supposed to and be you should at. look at it like this. No, it's that because it's the your attitude doesn't match mine. That's that's a douchebag fucking thing, and that's some hoity-toity, yes. rich art critic bullshit. And it's it definitely the, played into this movie. I'm better than you. Attitude. That yeah. that's the shit I yep. don't I don't like when it comes to the art world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, the gentrification angle. I knew that was going to come up. When we were watching Candyman again, well, that was in the original. It a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, but but they were a little more nuanced about it. They were more nuanced about it, and the oh man, in the original movie, they kind of went into where they quote unquote weren't supposed to go to, you know, white girl, all this stuff, right? Mm. The new one, it it kind it, it definitely got into that that gentrification, which is a real problem. I mean, that's people are getting kicked out of where they live because the rent's getting raised so high that they can't afford to live there anymore, and that's that's a real social issue right now. And people, you know, are are getting literally forced out of you know where they live for generations. But and then I, I, I'll I'll, I'll throw a question out there. Okay. I, how do how do you make the neighborhood better? I don't know. That's that that's a good question. I guess you bring Candyman in to kill everybody. <laughs> no, is that? I can't is imagine that, legit, that makes it better. <laughs> is that is that a legit question? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, when I can talk on that forever, but I'm, I'll tell you, like the one person to really ask, like on the real, is my wife. Yeah, I mean, she she is, you know, she she's a UCLA professor. This is the shit that she studies. Uh, Urban gentrification, urban pacification, urban self-sufficiency. I mean, this Mm -hmm. girl lives and breathes it. Did she watch this movie? What's that? Did she watch this movie? She she won't. She doesn't. She doesn't. um, But you hear enough from her that you can interpret, you know, the facts of what she's telling you from watching the film, right? Yeah, I mean, I think I honestly think I told her yesterday she would like it just because of the themes, the the, especially the thematic element of gentrification. And she's from Chicago. So and like like in my in my when I when it's my turn, I'll tell you guys about what that area looks like now compared to what it used to look like. Okay. Well, and I was just I, like, it, it, it just seems like some sort of self-fulfilling pro Like, I don't have the fucking answer to it, but like gentrification is obviously a problem, but like you start moving nicer businesses and more money into the neighborhood and suddenly things get more expensive. Yeah. Because like, the, the thing that everybody comes up short with is, Okay, so now the people you displaced, where do they go? Also true. And and it's like, you know, for example, um, around the suburbs of Los Angeles, towns like Whittier. And uh, for one thing, remember how, how South Central looked in movies like Boys in the Hood and Colors and Menace of to course. Society? Yeah, it don't yeah. look like 80s, that. 80s, early 90s. 
It don't look like that now. Yeah. There's, all there's Starbucks, spray paint, graffiti. Yeah. The, oh, there's no um, the corner of Florence and Normandy where uh, the 92 riots happened. It's okay. It's a tourist attraction now. Okay. So, yeah. So it's like, but the, the, the answer is always, the question is always the same. It's like where, okay, when these, when these folks get pushed out, where do they get to go? Well, where do they get to go and how do you make it better for them? Yeah, exactly. Because they get, you know, and it, it's kind of fun. Okay, check this out. If you guys haven't watched it, check out the miniseries on Amazon, Them. Oh, man. Great of show. course I've seen Great. it, dude. It's, yes. it, it, that, I can't take man. it, dude. It's, it's, you, it's, too, it's too rough for me, man. And, and that's, I, I that's, watched it to the end. That's the reality of, of Los Angeles and how basically that's what's so ironic was when Compton was all white. And, right, you know that that right there just shows a small chapter in a bigger story. I mean, like me and Nez can talk forever about we were the first gentrification on this land, right? Well, and, yeah, yeah, literally. But um, I mean, going, I mean, going back to to Candyman though, it's or basically like all these people. Like when you see, I'll just throw in real quick. Like he he's uh, the dude was right. Cabrini Green is a haven for Starbucks. Whole Foods, that's all that's there now. And the only thing left there on that territory is that church. That church is the only thing left there. And it's like a monument to what used to be there. But, like, Candyman is just, you know, it's just a fable of all the bad shit that went on in those projects. Right. Like, that whole area, basically, they're like, they, they that whole area is like a burial ground. You know, there's... Is that, what, is that so, where Good Times was? Yeah. They're in, right. they're in the reds. No shit. Yeah. Okay. If you guys go on your, your phone, hand above water. If you guys go on your, <laughs> make go on your way phone. like they can. <laughs> Temporary guys, layoffs. Good times. <laughs> Easy scheme and ripoffs. Good times. <laughs> but ain't we lucky we got them? <laughs> good times. <laughs> Developed by Norman Lear. Remember those words. Oh wow! A, a white dude wrote all that. Yep. Oh, yep. Yep. Spinoff from uh, All in the Family. Mm-hmm. No, Jefferson's was. This was, uh, I think, Good Times was a spinoff of um, Happy Days. No, <laughs> that was more <laughs> Mindy, the Verdant Shirley. It, it was a spinoff because <laughs> Florida was somebody's maid. Okay. I I, I don't know. Dude, I everything that. was spinning. It was a it was dude, a spinoff of everything Maud. was spinning. Yeah, Maud. That was it. Yeah, Maud, because uh, no shit. Florida was Maud's friend. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I never watched that one. I watched Good Times. Okay, hey, I gotta give a huge shout out right now to my brother Reggie. God okay. rest your soul. Reggie was an encyclopedia thesaurusopedia of TV shows. I mean, that dude knew the That's entire... That's what we need. We're fucking everything up tonight. He, he knew Reggie would tell you all the spinoffs of every show. Oh, that was a spinoff of, you know, this show was this and that. Did you know that? Right. He just knew. I mean, I'll just say, like, move, TV was one thing. Don't get him started on music. Like, this dude was just, he was just so knowledgeable, but... Like he knew every spill. Like he knew who shot Jr. Like he could tell you that whole storyline. <laughs> it was a dream, though, wasn't he, it? No, his, it was a girlfriend. His little side chick. 
His, I mean, soap opera. Don't get him. Don't get him. That shit ever. Spoil away. You ever watch Dallas? Come on. Uh, fuck that shit. My parents live like that. down the street. I hated it. I actually never did watch Dallas. And that was on TV. Oh. And I grew up in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Terrible. Terrible. At the old Cowboy Stadium and right in the beginning. <laughs> fuck yeah, I've been there. No offense, but I was rooting for the liver cancer. Oh. <laughs> for who? Jerry? <laughs> to do the dude play JR. Oh, All right, oh, man, Larry, Larry Hagman. Okay. Come on, re- re- rest in peace. <laughs> hate on Larry, man. He was he was banging Jeannie. Yeah, he uh, was. <laughs> Dick York, Dick Sergeant, Sergeant York. <laughs> Dick Sergeant. Oh what the hell? What? That's a hell of a name. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> Rocky by Pornhub. <laughs> Soldier. <laughs> How far nah, can but, we go on this one? But on on the real man, when you guys get a chance, go on a okay. Google and look at the map of Cabrini mm-hmm. Green, and, and it was so many projects in there. It was like, what's it? Uh, it looks like twelve buildings, right? And they were all named different things. Like uh, you got Camp Ball, Two Bill, Forty One Deuce, The Rock, The Castle, Sixty One Max, Deuce One, Bankroll, The Boulevard, The Reds, yeah. Hudson Mob. I mean. So this all all this makes Candyman like super real, man. That's why the original real. movie was was so hard hitting because it it's all real. Yeah, it and it's it's you think about it, it's dope because it's one of the first like urban horror movies. Yes, and yes. It, ironically, no, actually, it's the second because if you look at it, the first one was Blackula. Okay. And, <laughs> coincidentally, those are the two biggest African American movie monsters. You got Blackula right. and Candyman. Yep. So I mean, I wanted I wanted to do a, a black version of a uh, Friday the Thirteenth and call him Jamal. <laughs> Jason, I like it. <laughs> you're I'm you're a- you're the one in the film industry out of us. So <laughs> I'm a bird. Anybody- I go to summer camp at the hill. <laughs> Yeah. So, but uh. yeah. So, no, it's a, it's a, it's it's a rabbit hole, dude. It's a lot to talk about, man. Um, no, I, I again, I I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it again. I think it was incredibly, you know, well filmed. I don't know why anybody would say the acting wasn't good because I think everybody did did their job. You know, I think that um, the people that you were supposed to hate, you hated. The people that uh, the, the the one person you were supposed to care for, you knew where he was going. My biggest problem with this movie, again, for I can never predict movies. I'm like the dude that sits next to my wife and she says, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And I'm like looking at her like, how did you see that coming? I saw a lot of stuff coming in this one. And that bothered me a little bit just because I wanted some real surprises and I didn't get them. But everything made sense. You know, I mean, everything in the story made perfect sense to me. So I, don't I got think no problem was, with it, man. It was a well-done horror movie. I don't it's, think they was trying to hide anything. I yeah, think it, they was trying to lay out everything in front of you. Yeah, because, it wasn't like M. Night, right? Yeah, you're, go, you're going in already knowing the mythos behind the Candyman, uh, behind the story. So it's yes. like nothing was, 
it was really new, but it was it was good the way they introduced new things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was interesting the way they had new characters that were. Uh, I love the hive mentality, right? And the way they said all these different characters were Candyman. They went through their own, you know, uh, I, I guess challenges and bullshit. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass the mic. What what? Who who's next, Philip? Brian or? Let's roll on to Kev. What do you think? Ah, oh, fuck. I loved this movie. Um, yeah? I thought all I saw was a trailer when it first came out. And I was like, when I found out that they were making Candyman, I was like, I thought it was a remake. So I was ready to just uh, hashtag not my Candyman. Right. Um, that, and then the trailer came out and I'm like, all right, I'll see. It's got Cadillac in it from uh, the get down. And, uh, he was the dude that was banging um, the Black Falcon in uh, <laughs> Black Mirror. If you guys saw that episode, who I'm not doing Xbox Live ever again. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but but with that being said, I mean, I I was shot. I was surprised. I didn't know it was going to be a direct sequel. I thought it was just going to be a a flat out remake of the the first film. That's what I thought. So that was a surprise to me. And then the ties in to the original film, I was like, whoa. I mean, I, 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 didn't, I didn't know any of that. All I watched was the trailer, and it was just kind of like, oh, okay, this seems like they're going a different direction. I didn't know it, it was, it was going to be all that. So that was a surprise for me, and, and I loved it. I thought it was really good, uh, good ties to that. I really loved uh, the cinematography, not when the special effects were going, but when uh, when he was walking around the old Cabrini Greens, when when they were in their in their art studio. I mean, the, the way they were filming it all, the the, the shots of Chicago, um, and in the in the flashback scenes when, when they go to the beginning, when we actually see the the buildings. So I assume those are CGI, but I mean, I, I thought everything was in it. I thought everyone acted in it was good. I, I loved, I loved him. The, the main guy, I, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce his name, but um, he was good. I mean, I, I was glad that uh, they got him to be the the main character in this. Um, the soundtrack, the score, oh, I loved what was going on. The thing that I really loved when we talk about art were the little paperclip cuts of the the silhouettes. Oh, that was amazing. I love did, that type of stuff. Did you uh, watch the after credits? Yeah, I, we okay. stuck all the way in and watched all that. I thought that was awesome. That was a good touch when that when they were telling the stories and they were using them to expl- show uh, visuals for the story. I thought that was awesome. And just I thought everything about this movie was good. I, I loved what was going on. I mean, the, the whole gentrification story, that's a story that's being told all over and everything, but it was good that they threw it in this because it did tie into the Cabrini Green area. So I thought that was awesome. And I don't know if there's going to be a sequel. I hope there isn't. I think that this is perfect no. the way it ended. Just just leave it alone. But um, I thought it was awesome. It, it was a good way to to bring this Candyman character to to the new generation. Like I had my sons and uh, and your and your granddaughter. Um, I don't know if she had seen the original one. They never seen the original one, so they didn't know about it. I mean, Eric and I are going to watch that original one tonight, and because because when things were popping, I was like, oh, that was that was the chick when they showed Helen. 
I was like, that's a gal from uh, the first one speaking to her. Man, she canceled on Texas Frightmare. I, I know a lot of people are pulling out for some yeah. reason. But uh, we're getting some new guests. We get uh, the director and we get Malachi and Isaac from Children of the Corn. I can't wait to meet them. Uh, I guess it's just me and Patrick. Um, but anyway, I mean, I thought everything in this was really good. It wasn't very long. So I was like, cool. It's only, what, 91 minutes? So that, that was fine. It, it didn't drag. I was interested in everything. It, I never, like, got bored on what was going on. And I just, the only thing that when I, when I was watching it, it was making me mad was the, the kills off screen. But then when, once I, when the movie was over, I was thinking, you know what, that what that was, a, I thought that was a good idea not to show this is, of course, we've seen all the blood and guts uh, in the other ones, but in this one, they show a little, but it, they don't need to be, it doesn't need to be a big bloodbath. So I thought that was really good. With a lot of that, the real the yep. shot I uh, the but shot Nez, I really liked Nez, was on that compact. Nez, they didn't back off though, dude, on the blood. That, no, that's I'm, what I love. And the but, and and the 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 makeup was fucking top notch. Am I right? But they, yeah, they, but they didn't like they didn't just shove it down our throat with, yes, like they did in the other just ones. Enough, right? I mean, they, it was bloody and it was gory and everything, but it it they didn't they didn't focus on that they wanted to focus this is what i took from it they wanted to focus on the story they wanted to st- to focus on the mythos of Candyman. so i thought that was really cool i loved what was going on in this movie and i i seriously was like do i want to go to the movie theater and see this but then i'm like you know what fuck it I'll, let me go see it and i'm glad i saw this in the theater I, i'll definitely buy this when it comes out you know what's interesting mm. is uh all the on-screen kills that you saw, right? We're all white. We're all white people. All this. I didn't all, the, all, it. all the killings, like when they, when the police beat, uh, when the police, you know, did that to dude, and when. Uh, oh no! Yeah. So. <laughs> Don't want to give too much away yet. Sorry, but uh, it's it's like all the, all the on-screen kills were all the white characters. I never noticed that until you just said it. Well, that's mm-hmm. fun. Well, no, all the it, black, it, all the, the black re- people were like scared because they knew they knew the yeah. the legend of Candyman. No, because you know why, you know you know why. No, I want to know why. Because, because all across the news, all you see is violence against black folks. You never see it against white people. Okay. So finally, we gonna show you some. Okay. I mean, that's just kind of my my take on it. That's, but I thought that was when I when I was watching. Well, I'll get to mine. Go ahead, Nez, finish up. No, that's it. I mean, I think this movie was awesome. Yeah. I'm pretty sure also there's a lot of violence against white people, too. <laughs> um, uh, let's go. All right. Yeah. So, Mike, you went. Brian, you want to go? Uh, I actually did, did Mike not. Go? No, Mike it. hasn't gone yet. Oh, Mike didn't go. Oh, my bad. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, let's see. I made some notes here. No. Uh. See, my take on I I loved it because for one is like I I knew right off the bat its connection to the first one. Uh, I literally got it in the first few minutes as soon as a character's name was said. Then I was like, oh okay, that's so and so. When's the last time you watched the original? Uh, probably about a year ago. But oh. I've seen it. Okay, not uh, too I've long seen, ago then. Yeah, I've seen it a, a, a million times. Um, right. But. Uh, it was it to me. It was it was a really good it was a really good urban horror story, which is you know my 
my genre. Um, just the, um, and knowing, knowing like living after living in Chicago and knowing the story behind Cabrini Green and um, all that, knowing people that lived there when it was all hyphy, it's pretty much like one of the best stories because all that violence, that real violence that happened in that area, it's kind of, it's like um, personified in a, in a, a, a mythological figure. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was a, that's always been a cool, even with the first one, that's always been a cool take that they're going to take some, an urban legend and make it into something that was just fucking phenomenal and scary. And for this one to carry on with it, like to finally get to, to bring up that hive mentality thing. That was like, that was to me, that was the, the writing in that to write this story was masterful. I mean, to take three people to write this story to me, it was like, it, it was gold. I loved it. I love the way the whole film was executed. Um, and just the, the symbolism behind everything, you know, with the art, you know, trying to, mm-hmm. trying to be an artist and, and always being under a microscope. And then also trying to get that recognition from people that basically don't and will not understand you. I go through that all the time with all my film festival rejections. I mean, even though there's a lot of film festivals that say, we want something new, we want something fresh, they still grab and produce the same old bullshit that we've seen over and over. And I'll stand by that. I'll stand by saying that. Give me a microphone, I'll project it. Because it's true. You know, like going a little bit about like Native American horror stories, they don't want to see that. They still want the Dances with Wolves bullshit. They want the, I'm sorry to say, Sterling, they still want the Reservation Dog story. That's hell good. It's, it's that even though that show is, <laughs> even that show is good, that. I really want to watch it. <laughs> even even though that show is good, we've seen that story before, right? It, we've seen it before. It's like what else you got? I mean, you ain't never seen anything like, um, I mean, Mandy, right? Okay. If, if you yeah. if you okay. if you take a, if you take a film like that and put that up front and and make it a native horror story, it's like. You know, or something urban, something that we know about, like the the personification of something urban, which is what I do, is I combine traditional horror and put it into an urban environment. But one thing that this film, you you can't really call it a stand a standalone film because it's based on somebody else's source material. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's continuing to tell a story that's ongoing. You know, until everything, to quote Rambo or Rocky, until everything is all sunshine and rainbows, we're always going to have these stories. You know, there's always going to be, you know, like, um, you know, you could have Michael Myers, you could have Jason, you could have Freddie. But to us that grew up in the inner city, you know, red and blue lights in your in, in your rearview mirror, that's a horror story for us. Yeah. You know, for, for a lot of us that are of color, you know, and the shit that our parents wow. went through. And the and the one the one scene early on where where you know he heard the siren and he jumped behind yeah. the building. That right there. Not only that, but if you notice in a scene before that, mm-hmm. when he heard a quick uh, chirp of a police car, he turned around real quick. And it's like that right there just shows the shit that people that grow up in the inner city, you know, the shit they go through. That's a warning sign. It's kind of like a warning shot. Oh shit! Okay, I better straighten up. You know, I better watch the way I talk. I better watch the way I act. You know, but as far as this film goes, it's like that just all that compiled into one character. You know, and and, and if you look at it like 
Candyman, was he even the central character? Or was he just the shadow that loomed over everything? <laughs> like he says in his monologue. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm just the always there. I'm the shadow on the wall. I'm the whisper in the classroom. I mean, he's basically, you know, yeah, I'm the thing under the bed. You know, that's and that's pretty much like the the terror that looms every day over people that live that in those areas. You know, the in the ungentrified neighborhoods, that's a that's the shadow that looms the unknowing of what's going to happen when I step out, you know, to go to the store or go pick up my kids or even what's going to happen to my kids if they walk out the house. So it's like what, what I what I got from it was also is, is the people that that moved into the into the area nobody was telling them this 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 story of, of Candyman it was it was all it was all the people that lived there like the the one dude that worked in the the laundry place he was still holding it down and he was the one that told the story because uh, the character the the main guy he didn't know about it and uh and then he was the one that told him and then that's when he got all interested in what was going on so I think, in, I mean, a lot of stuff like that in the neighborhoods that, that I grew up in, there's always stories mm-hmm. of something. But, I mean, I don't know if those stories are still being told now because of gentrification, because of how it was when I was growing up well, and, how, and how it is now. Nobody knows those stories. And, that, Nobody, and, that, and that's why, uh, not to interrupt, I'm sorry, man. That's why Candyman only went back to the one uh, character that was the painter, right? Because that's that's as far back as we remember. That's as far back as the story went. But that shadow has been there way before that. You know? Because yeah. when did when did the actual Candyman story start with I mean within the film? I mean, um was it in the eighteen hundreds or yeah, it was, yeah. It was turn of the turn okay. of the century. Like eight yeah, late eighteen hundreds after the Civil War. Yeah. So you know some brutal shit went on before that. Yeah, it's like it's like what he he said in the film. Like, they they don't like us. They like what we make, make what we create. Yeah, what we create, but they don't. You know, and um, it was. I mean, as far as like the acting goes, uh, it was to me it was top notch because it was a lot of like to me one of the the, the scenes I really liked is when um, he said his name and his, you know, the the, the mom was like, mm 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 mm, you know you. Yeah. We don't do that. Did you? Um, <laughs> we don't bring that up. <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean, that, it, it remind, see, that scene. That scene right there remind me of uh, of old native stories and tales of of when uh, what we were growing up and we're hearing about. They're they're gonna grow up and tell us the story, but then like you know what? This is, we're gonna just give it to you as a warning, like a Candyman type of thing. Don't ever say. Uh, whatever we're talking about. I mean, and it, and it goes into some stories like, okay, we're going to tell you guys, but those are our stories. Don't tell anyone else because there's a lot of things that Mike and I that we know that we can't say to anyone. Um, so I, I love that. That's why she was like, nope, don't say his name. I yep. mean, I've I've been through that before when I was much younger. We're like, hey, I remember that one thing you told me. They're like, whoop, don't talk about it. it, it <laughs> no. that, that scene took me back to that in my Dude, life. All, all, all they say to us is like, hey, what about... The- Yep, you're done. You get, you, That's it. You, you get cut off quick. Yep, you don't talk about it. Um, cause yeah, I mean, me like me and Nez know some shit. We've heard shit. We've seen shit that we can never reveal. Now, as far as like uh, other stuff, you know, it's like yeah, we'll we'll talk we'll talk the hell out of it. But you know, there's some things that we just can't we can't talk. And then like that 
scene right there. It, it's it's all about masterful storytelling in a film. You know, it shows more impact when a character can tell a story in a film and you don't see anything. That right there is masterful filmmaking. Mm-hmm. And like it was very cool. I agree. It was very cool. Oh, you guys there? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Loud and clear, man. Okay. It was very cool that they used those uh, those uh, shadow puppets. That right there was just that was beautiful. Well, there was there was a short film that came out way before the this movie did, and I, I don't know the timeline because obviously this was filmed way before COVID and everything. But um, I actually saw the short film where it was uh, about police brutality and stuff. Have y'all seen that? No. Regarding this? Yes. No, it was the this particular filmmaker, this particular director. Um, oh. she did she did a short film using puppets um, that had to do with police brutality. And I saw it at least two years ago. Um, and I saw that uh, recreated in this movie, but a little bit, you know, higher budget or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where that all fits together, but uh, I do remember that. Yeah, she she um that's an old uh that's how slaves used to tell stories is using they used to make cutouts i didn't know that yeah and they they'd use it by they tell stories by it's called um uh i think it's called lantern lore okay it's, yeah where they would tell shadow stories using using um using those uh cutout puppets um but like what i thought was cool was when um when her brother was telling the story and he made it seem like, uh, you know, it's like he told a part of the story, but then Coleman Domingo told the, the rest of it. Like the, the real, like the, the basically he, uh, dude told the cliff notes version of the movie. Mm-hmm. Coleman Domingo told the, the real version of the last movie we saw. And, but, and he, kept, and he kept it going. He kept it going. Yeah. But what's interesting about the whole thing, too, a lot of people don't realize, and you got to give it up, is Clive Barker originally wrote the story. And there was a character they referred to that died named Clive in this. Yeah, movie. I caught that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, speak, well, speaking of him, it's from uh, it was one of his short stories from Books of Blood. Yeah. Um, did he, yeah. Did he just take the idea from a story that he heard? I want to go this, back and this, reread that. Now, or is man. this a character that he made up? I want to go back and reread it. <laughs> I really do. Because I have not read Books of Blood since high school. Yeah, Rawhead Rex is in that one, too. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got Pin- Pinhead, too. I mean, he refers to Pinhead back then, too. Okay, so so just real quick. It says, uh, The Forbidden is a short story by Clive Barker that inspired the movie Candyman. It is a story about urban legends come to life of how a downtrodden community protects their own. Any that are familiar with Barker's writing knows that he has a way of creating a setting. Okay. So, he, so it's based off of something that he, he'd heard about. It's, it looks more like, um, like the character, the sketch in the, in the story, looks more like something like a Bigfoot Babadook thing with a bunch of bees around okay. it. Okay. And and is it just my imagination, or was Tony Todd in the movie that was called Urban Legend? He was. He was the. 
<laughs> so we're going full circle here. I like that movie. We met him. It was yeah. cheesy, man, but it was good. Yeah, Tony Todd's a down. Seems like a down to earth guy. It had the Joker in it. Oh, Heath Ledger. Yeah, no. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> the new Joker. Jack Nicholson. No. Oh, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, Jared no. Leto. Jared Leto. <laughs> 30, 30 seconds to Mars. Uh, You're eventually gonna hit the the, the right. I, I, I just watched. Uh, There's Justice a lot of jokers again. Yeah, right, Philip. <laughs> so, okay, so so real quick. All right. So Nez mentioned the music. I okay. agree. Oh, I yeah. love fucking score. I love one, it. One of my favorite selections and i'm i'm going to youtube it later and see if i can get it huh? is when um he's at the art critic's house and he's looking in the mirror yeah because they snuck in like those uh dembe drums and that chanting i okay. thought that was beast i mean that that whole that whole movie was just a really good chapter in the Candyman story and if they do another one hey man i hope it's I hope they take their time with it. Um, cause this, oh. this new, this new era of African American horror storytelling is, is really thought provoking. I mean, I like us. I thought that was, that was a very creative film yeah, and, get out, and get out was cool. I liked it, but it kind of had elements of skeleton key. Um, that Skeleton was fucking really? horrible. That was garbage. <laughs> garbage. <laughs> garbage. But um, it's, I mean, this with this new generation of of kids. I think every kid, like every, I mean, Nez is gonna lose it here, but every every generation <laughs> of of urban of urban kid knows about it. The clown. <laughs> they know about it. They know about it. it you the talking clown about Tim Curry? Yeah, and, and Chucky Bride. They all know about. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that because when I when I was a teacher and I taught in a lot of uh, inner city schools, like the kids, the the kids of color never called it it. They always called it it the clown. Oh, y'all see it the clown. And then uh, and the bride of Chucky, <laughs> the bride of Chucky was always Chucky Bride. Hey, y'all see Chucky Bride? Okay. So uh, that's and, and it's just like every those kids know, even their kids. Like the kids I used to teach that have kids now, even their kids know about the Tim Curry it. They know about child's play. So it's like a lot of kids that I know still know about Candyman before this one. You know what I think? It's kind of like a lore of horror movies, you know, of like they all know who Michael Myers is. They all know who Jason is. And yes, it's not because yes, of the yes. new remakes. It's because of the films that they knew in the 70s. You know, like every kid knows Night of the Living Dead. Oh, that's that black and white. Yeah, that's right. They they're coming to get you, Barbara. Yeah, every everybody knows about The Shining. Right. Everybody knows about you know about The Omen. You know, The Exorcist. You know, all all kids of all all ages, all cultures, they know horror movies like that. It's it's the lore. You know, like comic books. It's it's if you know the storylines, you know what branches off. And I think this is a great entry into that, into the, the horror movie genre, into the horror genre, because it's introducing a whole new generation to this story that maybe down the line, another kid growing up is going to write another chapter to it. And we had kids on the show tonight, three of them. Yeah, three, three, three young people mm-hmm. of different ages that, that were introduced to it that liked it. I, I really want to know what Brian thought about all this. 
The movie was stupid. No, I'm fine. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. Um, I honestly, when I came into the movie, I thought it was going to be a remake, but I was uh, pleasantly you? surprised. Yes, I did, Lance. No. Again, again, there was some stuff that I, I saw coming that I wish I hadn't, but... Um, okay. Uh, I, yeah. I like that they... I think they, they took the mythos of Candyman and kind of added to it and made it its own thing. Um, mm-hmm. I, I even liked the, the thing with, uh, what was her name? Uh, Helen. Right. I like, right. I like how that that's an urban legend now. Yeah. And I like the, the, the little touches, how they're telling the story of Helen and it's not quite correct because it's probably been told so many times it's been added to. I, yeah, that's I what caught, I was getting. I caught that too, like the telephone game type yeah. thing, right? Um, I thought the acting was great, um, except for Tiana Paris. I think that's her name. I'm not quite sold on her. She's from WandaVision. She's just kind of. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, she's she kind of okay. Kind of there. No, Monica, isn't it? Yeah, Monica Rambeau. Yeah. yeah, I just, I don't know. I just wasn't. I thought everybody else was great though. Um, Coleman Domingo kind of stole it for me with his performance in it. I, I, I wish he would get recognized more than Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, the The direction was great. I, I, I see why she was snatched up by Marvel to produce or direct a movie. That's I liked Marvel. the visuals. Uh, the, the, the score was amazing. And um, I think uh, the message was... Uh, was uh, was there and it, they they yeah. kind of didn't throw it at you like Black Christmas did. I think <laughs> it, it. I think it was. I think this is the way you do it if you if you're gonna have a message in a movie. So yeah, great movie. Men are evil. Black Christmas. <laughs> well, I, yeah. See, and I I did not get a chance to watch this movie. I just got home from work right before we started this podcast. So. <laughs> But uh, I, all the stuff that I've read, and I've seen some pretty heavy spoiler junk, said that it was real heavy-handed with the social measures. Social I, don't, messages. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, it, it's weird. I, I've read a lot of comments, and it mm-hmm. kind of sounds like people, the people that are making these comments didn't watch the first movie. Well, yeah. yeah, because there was definitely some social stuff in the first movie, and it was it was pretty nuanced. I mean, if it was in this one, too. Cool. Very nuanced, I, yeah. I actually was really excited for this movie. I mean, for, uh, you know, when it got delayed and stuff, it I, I, I sort of got burned out on it the same way I did Black Widow. But, uh, right. Yeah. I, like everything from the trailer looks like it was really beautifully shot mm-hmm. or beautifully edited one or the other. And, uh, I, I, they've got a great cast. So, I mean, I'm down. But didn't get a chance to watch it, so there's that. <laughs> watch, watch all the way through the end credits too. Oh, there's like an oh, of course, scene. yeah, with all the animation. Yeah, it was, be- it was. Yeah, my granddaughter and I sat there, kind of like riveted all the way to the to the end of the credits, and you don't get that all the time because normally just the movie ends and then you got you know credits, and then if you're lucky, you 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 stick around and stick around and get a. Um, in credit scene, but this one kept the animation going throughout the entire credits. Like the credits would roll on the right, and the animation was on the left, and it was beautiful. 
That's cool. Did you guys see the end credit scene for Boogeyman? <laughs> Fuck you, Brian. <laughs> it, it, there, it, there was one. Was there one? I don't even yeah. want to know. I don't give a uh, fuck. Dude, the credits started was... rolling on that, and I was like, "Thank you." Yeah, I'm out, <laughs> out, out. <laughs> was it? Was there a lot of people in your theater? Me? Anyone? Uh, I had uh, three assholes in uh, one family. <laughs> there was six of us, and everyone was quiet. <laughs> Yeah, no, dude, we were. It, I I was in a super respectful, uh, maybe a dozen people, and everybody was super quiet, man. So it was a very respectful group of people in the theater. People are learning how to watch movies again. Yeah, no shit. This is what. <laughs> I had I had ten. There was ten of us, and we were all spaced apart. Yeah, uh, it was it was a great it was a great experience, man. I, I definitely enjoyed. Um. Actually, I had people wearing masks through the movie, which for Texas is almost unheard of. But uh, the granddaughter and I did people, not wear masks. People are wearing masks again. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm I'm done with the mask unless yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm pretty much done with the mask. I mean, we'll see, we'll see. I'll get sick again and they'll feel like a dumbass, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I I have to because I'm I'm immune. What's that? Immunocompromised. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I, well, I, yeah, I I, I I definitely get it in that situation. I'm fucking Lance. You're not going to get sick. I, you've already had it, and you had the vaccine. I don't, don't want to be the cocksucker that passes it on to somebody else either. You know. Uh, I know. I, I got it twice. Either. Man. Wait. Uh, buddy of mine got, got it. Twi- buddy of mine got it twice, oh. and he's vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. Law, and it does happen. It does yeah. happen. Not much of a vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. What's that stuff that everybody's taking now that's killing them? The, that dewormer <laughs> pill? Yeah, stupid. <laughs> animal animal dewormer. What's that? <laughs> uh, it's it's a product that you can get it at like feeding stores. If you're like farm animals have like worms or something like stupid, dude, I don't know how this started. <laughs> Whose idea was are, that? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's up there with the inject yourself with bleach bullshit. It's fucking yeah. stupid. It's, it's up there the with people our, that, the, the, the crate challenge. Yeah, it's the crate challenge people. <laughs> the, the crate challenge might be the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it is. I can, I can watch those videos <laughs> over and over. It is pretty entertaining. <laughs> well, wait till you see the uh, the action figure picture that I'm going to do that was born from that. Uh, you, you, you horror returns guys will get a big kick out of it. So. All right, we're down. Scores. The hospitals, man. Uh, back Lance, sure. you went first. Oh, did I go first? Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. This is. Um, I, again, there's some shit that I I wish I ah, fuck. I wish there was a little bit more nuance um, on some of the things from the first movie. Maybe it would have been better for me not to see the first movie right before. But then again, it is the same story, so you kind of have to. Um, I almost want to give it an eight, especially with the beauty of the score and the music and the cinematography is just fucking amazing. But I'm I'm gonna go seven and a half, and I'm gonna say. Probably not top ten of the year, but probably going to be an honorable mention. All right, Kevin, ten. This movie was hella good. Damn, dude. Whoa, dude. Yeah. All right, Shit. you got to reserve those tens, brother. Nah, <laughs> this one, this was hella good. I loved it, 
And I was ready to go in there to hate it too. That that's how. Why? It sounds like a movie that you would shit on. <laughs> I thought it was gonna. I thought it was gonna be a remake. See, I, I didn't know. It was gonna be a nine for me. I didn't know it was gonna be a, a direct sequel. I I just thought it was gonna be another telling of Candyman. Right. For the for this new generation of horror fans, I just thought it was gonna be that. I did. That's why I didn't read into anything. I just went and seen it, and I was blown away, and and that that was the big shocker to me to find out that this was a direct sequel, and then I was like, all right, I'm on board. And as the as the movie went on and on, I was like, man, dude, this movie's hella good, and I loved it. And that was the first thing as soon as I walked out of the theater, I text Mike, man, that shit was hella good. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, this is a ten. That's the first thing I texted you as soon as I was done watching it. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, candy. I said, Candyman is badass. <laughs> all right. Is it a 10? Yeah, I'm all in on that. Damn. A 10? Yeah, I'm putting put so much forward on that. <laughs> all right. Still, if you miss out, man. I guess so. I'm going to have to watch this one. You got to watch Boogeyman first. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, and I watched Boogeyman, Boogeyman 2 and 3. <laughs> okay, just I'm not watching guys, that shit again. <laughs> you guys, when I get my biggest budget, I'm going to remake Boogeyman and tie it into Candyman. All right. And it's going to be set in Louisiana because you guys want Louisiana horror. So. <laughs> and we, we can all meet there and film it. Well, That's right. There were, Ryan, wasn't Serpent in the Rainbow in Louisiana or was that somewhere else? Haiti. That was like oh, okay. Haiti. Yeah, Haiti I haven't seen that in a while. That's a good film. It's when all the right. president got that railroad spike in his balls. <laughs> yeah. Wes Craven films actually. Rest uh, in peace. Brian, what do you think? Uh I thought the acting was great, the cinematography was great. Uh I can tell Nia DaCosta is that Nia DaCosta? Is that her name? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I can tell she she has some influences from Jordan Peele with some of the shots I've seen in the movie. Yes. Uh some uh, the practicals we got were good. Um, I did have one small problem, and we'll get to that in spoilers. But uh, this is an easy nine for me. Damn. Very. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's go spoiler territory. Well, right. before before any of that, I gotta go. <laughs> so. All right. But yeah, yeah, everyone, uh, this, this movie's fucking awesome. Um, check out. Uh, to do, I passed out when I got home last night, Brian. <laughs> Sorry. I know, I know. So did I. <laughs> we got a THR present Street Fiends coming, another action returns, and uh, wrestling returns not until what next month? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, we got all that and uh, and more. So definitely check out those and everyone that has listened to all three of those shows. Thank you, you guys rock. And definitely check out our bonus episode, uh, Eye Without a Face. Shout out to Grav- Gravitas Adventures and um, can't remember your name. the The gal that was a cinematographer, uh, she she uh, retweeted and reached out to us. So, right on. Ooh. Thank you so much. Nice. So, all right, everyone, I'm out of here. So, until next time, party on. All right, Ness. later, bro. Thanks. Later. Man. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. All right. Can I, can I just get to my one problem? Yeah, please.
We didn't get Tony Todd until the very, very end. Yeah, I that know. was the big. Thing. And it was, Literally. it was CGI de-aged Tony Todd. Ah, oh, come on, for what? Because yeah. I mean, if he's if he's a spirit, he wouldn't have aged. Man, I, you digging in too many details with that. I I feel like Tony Todd could have played Candyman again. Why not? Yeah, I he, mean, technically he was. At his he age was. now, he could have. He, he yeah. was Candyman because there was Candyman. So, yeah. which I would have loved to see the. Uh, I mean, we got we got the the, the very awesome like uh, the paper puppet effects telling the stories. Right. But I, I, I would have liked to see the actual stories of these other candy men. Maybe that's well, what's coming. Maybe that's what's coming. Because <laughs> you think about it, it introduced those. Mm-hmm. Well, one, well, one of them, you know, for sure, is that young man that they they lynched and dragged. Yes. On, in the yeah, pickup. That, I mean, that, that was that here was, in Texas, man. Yeah, that one. And then... uh. Uh, yeah, there was a couple others. I mean, if you feel like, I think what they were alluding to is like Candyman is George Floyd, Tamir Rice, Trayvon, you know, Martin. It's yeah. like uh, you know all all those uh, all those victims of uh, violence. And I like the effects of uh, when uh, our main, uh, I guess, Candyman, uh, Anthony McCoy, when he's walking, when he becomes Candyman at the end, and he's walking past the reflections. You see the reflections of the other Candyman. Yeah, I thought course. that was a great All shot when they were went around the uh, the car. Yeah, cops were in. Yep. Yeah, so. I, I since we're gonna do spoilers, I really love the way they they set up that end shot where she said, "Let me look in the mirror," and she said, "Candyman." But I only heard her say it four times. Did she say it five times? The cop said it. Ah, does okay. that count? There you go. <laughs> See, I missed that. Now that's genius. The fact that the cop said the fifth, the fifth time. So basically, if you look at it, like he he said it the fifth time, so she wasn't responsible for it. Okay. All right. That's, that's why he. That's why he couldn't come after her because she didn't say it. She didn't like fully summon him. If you think about it. You know, the cop was a creator of his own demise. Holy shit, dude. Okay, so, Philip, so you got the dirty cops in there toward the end. Of course. As you've seen in so many movies, right? And um, I didn't even think about that because I only heard her say Candyman four times. And I'm like, why did he show up? And you're saying that the that the cop looked in the mirror and said it the fifth time, right? Yeah, because he was like, why are you saying that? Who's Candyman? <laughs> And then she's now just, then she just okay. You know, then she, she just All looked right. at him like, okay, well, you said it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Can you do that. That sort of that sort of seems like the uh, what's up dog joke. What's <laughs> <laughs> no, the what's up dog joke? <laughs> the, from the office. <laughs> I've never seen the office. What? Whoa! Oh man. <laughs> So that's some good up dog right there. What's up, dog? Oh, nothing much. What's up with you? <laughs> yeah. So you gotta have somebody else say the last time, right? Yeah, there you go. Okay. All right. I didn't catch that. Yeah, because when um, because even like when those girls did it in the bathroom and the the Asian chick took off, 
Yes, yes, yes. Then like she would. Then the other ones that continue. And then also, uh, you know, did you guys catch when um, when Anthony McCoy said it the first time in the reflection in the window when he got up and left the room that he would that Candyman was in the in the mirror or in the window. Yeah. Yeah, in the back, in the background. Yeah, yeah, I caught that. Really I saw cool. that. I saw that. Mirror stuff is always cool. Yeah, and I loved the 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 um, beginning of the movie when they were showing the credits and everything was backwards. And I was I was ba- I almost went up to the the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so did I. There's a problem here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I. I, I kind of was like, okay, this is cool, you know, because the mirror. So, mm-hmm. well, I and, figured that the first time, but then when they got to the second and third one, and it's like, okay, they're still backwards. And I started looking behind me at the projector, and I'm like, okay, something's fucked up here. <laughs> I, I need to go. I need to go talk to a manager. <laughs> yeah, I I just recently found out that 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 Braun Creative is LeBron James's film company. No. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. Ned says it wasn't. No, it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, they have a lot of movies out. To me, it just felt like something like Eastern European. I felt like Braun. Like, there, there is a movie called Braun, right? It's like some Eastern European guy that's a superhero or something like that. I, I do not know. If you say so. I have to start googling now. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a it was it was a good flick, man. All right. Oh, we don't have too much to spoil. Philip, yeah. Gonna... Okay. Yeah, yeah, just that Tony Todd wasn't in the goddamn movie. He was uh, for for thirty sorta. seconds. Yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> kind of does the best. Count. The best guy in the fucking movie. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that just, that disappointed me. I, I really wanted to see him sooner. And I kept thinking, has Tony Todd shown up and I just haven't noticed it? But, uh, eh, it is what it is. I guess we covered everything. We're like two and a half hours, almost three hours in here. You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. We got to have some more stuff coming up. Mike, uh... Appreciate you joining us, man. All right, thanks for having me on. It's a always an honor and a pleasure to chat with you, brothers. Yeah, thanks for thank coming. You, thank man. you. Um, have have you guys uh, have I showed you Cinema Red Chapter Two yet? Not yet. Oh. Okay, I will shoot that. Um, I will uh, shoot a Google link over to you guys uh, tonight. Oh, All right, fuck cool. Yeah, man. Cool. I'll definitely cool. watch that. All right, uh, Philip. I don't have your email. If you want to uh, message me your email, then I can. Yeah, shoot I'll you. send it over. Cool. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to talk the wife into watching this next movie with me, since we're starting our vacation next weekend, and she's already griping Brian about when you're going to record. So uh, we got to figure it out. But next week it's going to be single room uh, setting horror movies with the brand new we need to do something and also green room uh so philip until the horror returns again good night